Yes. Record, meaning not not doing person. No, no, the the podcast. Oh, I'm doing. It. Okay. Yeah, I'm doing. It. Yeah, there. Yeah, I didn't post yesterday, but yeah, I'm recording. Okay, so says the Gemara, Daf second line from the top. We always do Chazar first. Darish Meremar, Meremar Darshans, honey isurisa desura. These bundles of cunning. You are allowed to use them as chas, even though we established previously normally you cannot use bundles. These bundles of kanim, of canes, of sticks, you are allowed to use. Avagav de agdan, even though they happen to be bundled, the minyana ba'amahu de agdan, they're only bundled together for their count, but the bundling is not actually not inherently uh, what it's meant to be bundled for. It's not meant to be transferred specifically for it, they're just there to make sure that you have the right number of canes per set. Amr of Abba, honey, Tzrifei de Urvani. So now you have these like hunters' tents made out of uh, rubbish, the Rashi says. And the way that they're made, like we said yesterday, is um, almost like an upside down basket where on the top they're tied together and the bottom it's wider. They have like a bubble underneath and uh, they're woven together on the bottom as well. And there you have a bundle. So can you use it or not? The Gemara says. Once you untie the top, Sharon, they're going to be kosher at that point. But they're still bound together on the bottom, so it still should count as a eged, as a binding, as a bundle, then it should be aser. Amar of Papa, Papa simply says that you untied it. And that was the key, the shari lehu, doesn't mean that you unravel the whole thing, so it's still somewhat being held together, but once you actually untie the actual knot itself, it's going to be fine. You can even say that it was not untied on the bottom, and it actually is fully tied on the bottom, it's only untied on top. However, it's still not going to be a problem, because any binding that is, cannot be used to be transferred with is not called the binding, and as we established, once you untie the top, if you would just try to even move the bottom, the whole thing's going to fall apart, and therefore it's not really called the binding if it doesn't, it's not even strong enough to hold it together to be moved. Okay, we're good? Something more about it. Amr Abba, Amr Shmuel. Yerokai Sha'amr Chachamim. Those vegetables that... Yes, sir. The last line you did, called Egej, Yes. So he says... But when you tie, I'm sorry, the translation is if you tie if something which is tied but not for the purpose of transporting, it's not considered tying. So, but this this hide, whatever it's called, is tied such so inside. It's never tied such so transported. So, whether you tie it on top or not, you should be able to use it. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, um, if the top would be tied, the bottom would be tied. You know, it's not a rare thing that you move it from place to place. It, it, it is something that's movable. And you actually, you know, part of why you're binding it all together like that is to be able to have as a useful tool in multiple different places. So, again, so the title is, is very loosely translated as, as, as movable, as something that you, you know, as part of the structure of it that enables you to move it from place to place. You know, it's, uh, you know, uh, there's a, I don't know why this is what's coming to mind right now. There's a stender outside that we used in the tent for Minyanim that uh, is falling apart. Like, did you put the screws? Did you put the screw in the stender to be able to move the stender? Or you put the screw in the stender so it doesn't fall apart. At the end of the day, it has not moved in two weeks because the second you move, 
it's gonna, it's gonna fall apart completely. So at the end of the day, like that's part of you know the function of tying things is that you can now kind of move around place to place. I think that's enough already to be called you know Okay. Um, okay, so says the Gemara Vaita, says the Gemara Vaita, Amr of Ava, Amr Shmuel, Yerakais, Yerakais last word on the line, about eight and lines down, Sha'amr Chachamim, that our rabbis teach us that Adam Yotze, Behenyadei Chavos, Pesach, that we give Yotze, our mitzvah of Mara and Pesach. Their halachas, when it comes to Tumah and Sukkah, is as follows. Mevinis at Tumah, as we established yesterday, that I love about Kenyan Masechta, by the way, is that uh, in Dafyomi, I would have just glanced over that line and not gotten it exactly what that means, like we got it yesterday. Mevin as a tumah is actually what the Iker Adin is, is that if you have um, two items underneath the same ceiling um, that are side by side with each other, and, and there's a hole right on top of where the tumah is, so, and it's being blocked by one of these Yurakos, so is it a good block or not? If we say it's not a good block, then the tumah should shoot straight through the hole and not hit the ceiling and go sideways and get everything else underneath the same ceiling. But since Iker Adin, the reality is, is that it's covered by these vegetables, so you have to go with the Iker Adin and say, well, then we have to go to Chumrah and say that it will actually be maybe, it will bring the Tumah, not just upwards, but also bring it to the side and get every, everything else that's underneath the same roof, everything that's underneath the same ceiling. So it's maybe and it's a Tumah, however, we're machin the other way as well, the Ein Chutzim no, but it doesn't block Tumah. So you have something on top of the lettuce, you have something on top of the romaine, or whatever other uh, endives, etc., that you're going to use for the Mara, that is blocking in the hole, you're going to machmer that way as well, and say that it does not block the Tumah, and everything that's straight on top of those vegetables will still become Tameh. We'll explain why in just a couple of seconds. We post the Sukkah Avra, and on top of that, it's going to disqualify Sukkah with the status of being Avra, which means open air. And as we said yesterday, is that non-kosher schach, is, you're allowed to have up to fourth fachim of it. Air, you're only allowed to have up to three fachim of it. And even though if you look right on top of your head, you're going to see that the hole that's on top of your head is plugged up with these vegetables, you say, great, I'm able to send in my sukkah. It's less than four fachim of it. But since it's more than three fachim, we're going to say it's as if it's not there whatsoever, and you have a non-kosher sukkah. It's paislim shum aver. So my time, and what's the reason why we have these two last chumras? The chumra number one, which is that it does not block tumah, and chumra number two is that it counts as open air on your sukkah. The answer is, kevan de l'chi When it will dry out, parchi, it will crumble, v'nafli, and it will fall, kemad de l'chi as if it's not here at all. It's already as if it's not here. It's the exterior that they made, because again, at some point it will actually crumble and do that, you're not going to be attentive to it, and it'll be an issue. I pr- yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I, I, I generally find, and I've been guilty of this in the past myself, um, I don't remember ever being, uh, so to speak, uh, harmed by this, is that very often when we do mitzvahs, like you start good, but you never check back in on it afterwards. Let's say, for example, you're, you know, tefillin. You bought a beautiful pair of mahadrim and mahadrim, $5,000. But you never actually make sure that the corners are still square and the straps are still wide enough, etc. So, like, that's a problem. Or dalaminim for sure. Like, you spend you spend five hundred dollars on, on a set of dalaminim, but uh, things do happen along the way. And again, if you didn't bring it home, so at least you don't be worried that the kids touched it. Then maybe there's a lower chance of something happening in just seven days. But it's not rare that someone will bring a shadow to me in the middle of yontiv and say, you know, is my tip still good? And I've had cases where it wasn't good at all. Or certainly, uh, for sure, for sure. Um, Aravos and Hadassim have become that good. So there's some other thing over here also. Like you're sitting inside your sukkah. You kind of think, like, I made a sukkah, I'm good to go, like the entire yantiv. But things do happen. There's something called weather and other types of things that happen and sometimes push off schach and push it off in a way that you would not even think that it would be a problem. But actually, halachically, is a problem. 
So here they just simply said, don't use them in the first place because it very well could be on the third day of Sukkot, it dried up and crumbled. You remember your Sukkot was kosher, but now you don't realize your Sukkot is no longer kosher. So they just made a You can't use these things, you know, whatsoever. Okay, so says the Gemara. New material for today. Um, just got a whole cup of this. And here we go. Habaitzer legas ein lo yodas. Okay. If someone harvests uh, grapes and they did it for um, the gas, which means they did it for a pressing uh, to be able to uh, make wine out of it. Ain lo yodas. It has no handles. So what this means is as follows, is that when in the halakas of Tumah, um, Tumah, we said often, you know, goes with the number system that, you know, if someone has a status of a one, then something he touches is a two, and then the two touches other things, they give him a three. Usually when one item touches another item, uh, the level of Tumah intensity that it has gets lowered and lowered, and at a certain point, it cannot even become Tumah anymore, depending on what it is. And there are certain items that are more uh, spiritually sensitive than others, that uh, whereas regular food the end of the line is a two, it can never become a three, but if you have truma, if you have kachim, if you have paraduma, it's much more sensitive to tuma, they can even become later numbers along the line, even though it's so far removed from the source of the tuma itself. So the question is, is let's say you have um, grapes, and you have the cluster, you have that branch that's connected to the grape, or you have tomatoes on a vine, what if you touch the branch part? Is it considered that the branch is a different piece than the actual fruit itself? And therefore, the number system should go that branches, let's say, if I'm a, if I'm a source of tumah, the branch is one and then the fruit is two. Or if, I'm already, if it's already later down the line and the branch is two and the fruit is nothing. You know, or do we say that no, it's one big unit that the yodos, the handles, are chilek of the fruit itself. That's the, that's the discussion we're having right now. So we're saying right now that if you go ahead and you harvest your grapes and uh, you're doing it for the sake of making wine, we see the handles as being a separate entity from the grapes themselves. That if you would just handle the vine part and not just the grapes directly, it's a, it's a separate level of tumah. It wouldn't necessarily transfer over to the grapes itself. So that's what we're discussing right now. Are there yados or they're not yados? There's a concept that comes up in different places in Shas. And there's even shadows when it comes to Kalim themselves. You have a pot with a handle. Do we see the entire thing as one big uh, item? And if you touch the handles as if you touch the pot, or do you say, no, the handle's a separate entity. I touched the handle, I didn't touch the pot. And, you know, I touched the cord and then touched the appliance, which would apply in modern-day terms. And there are discussions like this, which, again, there's not a Taros, but just be aware of that discussion that does come up in different places in Shas. Okay, so says the Gemar. It has no yados. They're separate entities. It doesn't have that handle that makes it considered to be one unit with the vine part. For Bargoda Amar, Rav Huna, Rav Menashe Bargada says in Rav Huna, HaKoytzer L'schach, Ein Lo Yodah. So if someone harvests, you know, stalks and grain, but they want to use it for schach, Ein Lo Yodah. We don't see, like, the stem part to be an extension of the grain part that's connected to it. Even though you want to use both for schach, you can't, or... Yeah, they're still Okay, so now, so we have these two opinions. We have the first opinion that says that if you do it for the wine, that it's not going to be yad, and then we have Ramanashi Bar Gada, this is in Ravuna, that if you're Kreutzer for Schach, it doesn't have yadas. Now, those are two separate opinions. So now the Gemara goes on and says as follows Manda Amar Kotzer, the one that says that by the case of Kotzer, the yados are not considered to be an extension of the produce itself, Kolshakim Boitzer, he would certainly agree in the case 
of the wine that it would not be extension of it. Why? Why is it? Why is that? Why is that one more obvious, so to speak? It says the Gemara, "Delo nechale, delo nimse lechamre," because it's not good for him that it should absorb the wine. Meaning, there's a tangible reason. I read that in line in, again inside in one second. There's a tangible reason why you don't want those vines there. It's a tedious process to get rid of them. So if they're there, they're there. But the point being is that you. It's a proof that you really don't want those handles connected to the fruit is because at the end of the day, if you're doing this for the sake of making wine, every little bit of um, debris and other material that's inside the, the, the vat that you, you're pressing inside of will absorb a little bit of wine. So maybe it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tiny, tiny amount, but if you have you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of these vines, it'll absorb a significant amount of wine. So there's something, a, a tangible reason why. So if you're willing to say that even by the case uh, where you're harvesting for the case of schach, that the yados are not yados, then certainly by the case of wine, the yados are not yados, because we know a good reason why you would not want them there. Because it's going to be nimtsiation and absorb some of the chamre. Chamre is the uh, Aramaic word for wine. Yeah, that's not such a big deal. Exactly. It's not such a big deal. You know, I would almost say, like, you know, they have these, you know, as I said, tomatoes before. I think we got those recently when they sell the tomatoes on the vine. Like, it's a, it's a nice thing. You like it all together. You know, you're able to sell it like that in the store. So, again, you like, you like those vines there, but sometimes you daft good don't want it there. So, there, therefore, that's what's going on over here. So, let's read it again inside one more time. The Amar of Abba, Amar of Huna, Huna's first word online. Habaitzelagas, Enoyadas. If you are harvest, for the case sake of making wine, you know, for the vat of wine. Eno Yados does not have handles. If you're a koitzer for schach, you do not have yados. So the Gemara just comments and says, Man or koitzer. The one that said the second case, Kolsha came boitzer, certainly the first case of the wine. Delo nechale, delo nimse the chamer, because he does, it's not nice, it's not good for him. Like nechale is like a Shabbos phrase, like, uh, like it's not, it's not good for him. It's not good for him. It's not noach for him. This is parsha. Right? It's not pleasant for him. It's not good for him. The little nimsi of the that it should not come to absorb some of his wine. So, so at, at this point, because I was having a big problem with this. At this point, it, it seems to be like it's whether or not you want it there or not, right? Seems to be. Yeah. Okay, at this point. So in other words, the, the, the wine thing is because you're making the wine. You don't you not want the. Yeah, you don't want it there. Yeah, you don't want it there. Yeah. And that's what the Gemara is going to get into also when it comes to the Kotzer case. Like, why, why don't you want it there? Do you want it there? You know what's going on exactly? And the Gemara is going to discuss so that a little. I was asking before how, how, how Rav Nasha would say that, that there's Aimla Yadis on the Schach because he wanted there. Yeah, exactly. Well, you'll see, you'll see the next line right now. See right now. So it says the Gemara like this. However, the other way around. Manda um, Amar Boitzer, the one that's in the case of the grapes, She'en Yaros, that there's no handles there. About Koitzer, by the case of the harvesting of the stalks of grain, Yeshlo Yadais, that's considered to be one large entity. Their handles are part of it. Why? The Nechale to the Sachik Bu, you actually like to have it all together to use as part of the Sach, Kihechi Levadron, in order to ensure that it doesn't get um, uh, scattered. Let's look, at, let's look at Rashi, what that means. It doesn't get Levadron. So Rashi says, it's actually all, all the way down in Rashi, uh, the Levadron is uh, about halfway down the wider lines, toward the end of the line. So the, we'll do the Rashi before that. So Rashi before this is the Nimsi Lechamer, that it's going to absorb the wine. So Rashi says, Motzitzos is a Yain, Mavsidos. It will absorb, it will suck in, it will absorb the wine, and Mavsidos will cause a loss financially. 
you want to have potentially the stalks and the grain together. It's good for him to have the little bit of food that's connected to them. Because if the heads of the stalks that have the grain in it would be separated from the stalks themselves, what's going to happen is maybe they'll get scattered and they'll be lost. So, you know, I, I, like, I, I kind of like to have it as part of the big package because uh, it's easier to kind of keep tabs on it and to make sure it's, uh, you're not, you didn't lose it because at the end of the day, you're going to want to end up eating that grain. So yes, I happen to have harvested it for the sake of the sukkah and the only part I really want from the sukkah is the stalk part and not the grain part because the grain part is questionable what you even use in the first place for schach. It's not so simple. But I, I like to have it all together because at the end of the day, if you break off the top part that has the grain from the stalk on the bottom, you know, it'll get scattered and lost. So again, we started off our statement saying that both cases, the yados aren't yados. We're just saying that the opinion that says that it's not yados for even the schach case, certainly he would agree it's not yados for the case of the wine. But the one who says it's not yados for the case of the wine, he might argue and say, by the case of the schach, you really want the stock together with the grain, and therefore it's considered to be a yad. So the Gemara is going to discuss still. Yeah, so we'll have, we'll have to get into, so how do you see that? Like, why, why, why would he not want to... Do- Yes, exactly. So we'll discuss a bit more, but at least we see, so to speak, the, the levels of who's saying the biggest chiddush. So the biggest chiddush is the schach case, because the, uh, exactly. Okay. So says the Gemara Vaita. How do you time wise? Good. Good time. Name of the Menashier Bargada Tanoi. Let's say that this statement of Menashier Bargada, he's the one that said the second case with the Kotzer for Schach. Let's say his statement is the Machlokas Tanoi, meaning, again, no one's debating the wine one, but his is debatable. And let's say, let's see right now that there's actually Machlokas Tanoi that already exists that straddles this fence, that some agree with what he said that even though you might want it a little bit, they're not considered to be handles. And others argue the other way and say, no, you know, those will be considered to be handles. Ditanya, as it says in Ebrisa. So right now, we're going to have a lot of words, and they're all synonymous. It's just the specific word of that type of produce. You know, kind of like we have the stalk of grain, and you have the vine of grapes. So every word we're going to say right now is, they're all synonymous, basically, just depending on the produce that we're discussing right now. Soche te'enim. So, again, I'm sure there might be words in English for this specific way to translate the stem, but uh, we'll say the stems of figs. Ubehem te'enim, and connected to them is the figs themselves. Parchilim of hemanavim, the cluster part of the grapes, and you have the grapes connected to it. Kashin of hemshibaldim, you have the straw, and connected to them is the grain, you know, the sheaves on top. Mechabdos of tamarim, the branches that have the dates connected to them. Kulan, all of these cases... If there's more of the waste part of it than the food part of it, again, all of them. It's going to be kosher to be able to use for but if you have a case that has more produce than the actual waste part, psula is not going to be kosher at that point. Okay. If, if, if size-wise, if you have more, more of the solas piece, right. Right, then, it's, it's, then that's Well, let's see Achim right now. Achim Amrim. 
So says the Gemara, Acherim holds that it's not going to be good until the Kushin are more than the Yados and the Eichlin. So apparently what's going on over here is as follows. If you would look at every single individual fruit, we kind of like made it simple. Like there's a fruit part and everything else. There's really three parts. There's the produce part. There's the part that's like right next to it, which is kind of like where you would, would you, where like even if you would break off like the excess, the excess, I'm almost like say like a corn stalk type of thing. Like sometimes you buy corn in the supermarket where they still have like the real husk around it. They don't tell you that the whole six-foot stalk, they, that doesn't happen. You don't do such a thing. So there really are three parts. There's the actual corn. There's the immediate layer of husk and a little bit of the stalk that they might consider to still keep together as a handle. And then there's the, the total waste on the bottom that you don't use whatsoever. So the first opinion here says that as long, we kind of just look at it as uh, two categories. Everything else and the fruit. So as long as everything else is more than the fruit, or whatever the produce is that we're talking about, it's totally fine. Acherim says, no, 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 no. There's three parts over here. There's the waste part, there's the hard stalk part, there's the handle, and then there's the fruit itself. So you have to have enough of the waste part to actually nullify everything else. So that's, you need much more now, because, again, the fruit and some of the handle, about a handle's worth, is going to consider to be part of the fruit. So we're really getting inside, but we're clearly seeing over here do we consider handles to be handles or not when it comes to produce? The first opinion says that, nah, the handles are nothing. It's part of the garbage part, and therefore you need, that's part of what is used to nullify the fruit. Acherim says that, no, we actually look at the handles as part of the fruit, and you have to have enough of the stalk to nullify the handles and the fruit. Sorry, I'm confused. Yes. There's two parts. One is too many. The handles are too many, and then you're talking about the trach. So why can't you use this for the trach? Well, we're assuming right now we're going to be able to make that leap from schach to tumah and back and forth and say that if in the lachas of schach we see the handles as part of the fruit, in the lachas of tumah we'll also see the handles as part of the fruit. So that'll be part of the discussion we're going to have. But right, right now we're in a discussion about schach. But the question is just simply in our mindset when, we look, when, when, when you put your halacha glasses on, you look at a corn stalk. Do you see three parts or do you see two parts? And if you, well, if, if, if anything, it's almost in the end of the day, it's mimana shach, two parts. The question is, which way do you push the handles? Do you push the handles towards the debris, or do you push the handles towards the fruit? But again, just you know, it's easier to explain that there's three parts, and you know, how do you look at it? Okay, so let's, let's read that again inside. Then we'll have to call it a day, do a little bit of chazara, and then we'll move on from there. Uh, so it says the Gemara, bum, bum, bum. so, Neymar der Menashe Bargada Tanahi, Tanahi is the first words of the line, about uh, a third of the way up. Ditanya, it says in Abraisa, Sochei te'enim v'hem te'enim, parchilim v'hem anovim, koshim v'hem shibolim, bechabdos v'hem tamarim. Kulam, all these, im psoilis merubal oichlim, there's more waste than the actual edible part, sheir is going to be kosher to be schach. Clearly saying that the handles are just part of the stalk, and uh, we don't say they're a handle for the fruit. V'imla, but if they're not, psula, they're going to be not kosher for schach. Achemroimrim, achiyu koshim merubim ala yados v'ala oichlim. They know there has to be enough to actually uh, nullify not just the fruit themselves, but the yados of the oichlin. The yados are considered to be part of the oichlin. And again, the assumption is that the argument is, do we say that these fruits have yados or not? 
Okay, we'll have to call it a day. Ben Hashem. Looking forward to meeting up again tomorrow. You are allowed to use boards to be your schach. Those are the words of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Meir Meir says, nope. You cannot use boards as schach. And the very beginning of the Gemara is going to discuss where exactly are they arguing, how big of a board, etc. But at least we know that Rabbi Yehuda is the one who's more lenient, and Rabbi Meir is the one who's more mach. Meir says, you cannot use boards. Then the second half of the mission says as follows: Nosan Elaha Nesser Shirachav Arba Tvachim. If you did put a board on top of your sukkah, those four tvachim wide, Shera, it's okay. Ubavad Shalayishan Tachtov, as long as you don't sleep underneath it. So Shera, does that mean that that's a kosher schach? Well, if it means a kosher schach, then why can't you sleep underneath it? So Shera means it doesn't invalidate the sukkah, but it's not really kosher schach, and therefore you shouldn't sleep underneath it. So we're going to have to discuss also in the uh, Gemara. Is this second half only in the world of a mayor that says that a board is no good? And therefore has to tell you, by the way, don't sleep underneath it. Or is it somehow in the world of Rehuda as well, that even though Rehuda holds that you can use Nisar Meshach, you can't sleep underneath it. So we'll have to figure that out. But right now, uh, don't understand the second half of the mission that it's it okay to use boards. It's actually you can't use boards. It's just saying it doesn't invalidate the sukkah. How does it not invalidate the sukkah if it's not kosher schach? So Rashi just tells us it's a simple case of Dovan Akuma. You put it against the edge of the wall, then, you know, even though it's not kosher schach, you just do a Dovan Akuma, and you're going to just bend the wall to include it as part of the wall, but it's not part of the schach, so you can't sleep underneath it. Oh, well, we're going to learn three tzvachim of airspace is a psul, four tzvachim of invalid schach is a psul. Yeah. Okay, so that's, that's... Yeah, yeah. So that, that's part of what we have over here. Either way, the point is, is that uh, it's not kosher schach, and therefore don't sleep underneath it, but if you put it off to the side, then at least you have yourself a kosher sukkah, it's just a dofa nakuma. Are we saying the second part of the Mishnah is modifying the first part? I'm just trying to understand, without the Gemara, how you read the Mishnah, the first part says you can use board, and then it says if you use a board, then on the well. Th- Let's say we're in the world of a mayor that says you can't use boards. So the second half of mission is saying that, by the way, if you use a board, don't think it ruins the whole sukkah. It's just that that's a not kosher part of the sukkah, so don't sleep underneath it. Share it. The first half of the mission is telling you when when Yehuda says it's fine, he's saying it's actually kosher schach. Second half of the mission when it says the word sheir, sheir doesn't mean it's kosher schach. Sheir means that it doesn't invalidate the sukkah. So the according to who according to the mission. According to what? The, so the first part says Rabbi Yehuda says it's okay, it's, it's kosher. So you're saying it's kosher schach. Kosher schach. You would saying, you would be able to sleep underneath it. And Rabbi Meir saying you can't sleep under it. Rabbi Meir says you can do anything. Yeah, it's it's not. Yeah. So we'll have to see who the second half of the mission is going in. But yeah, that that's. But the, but the second part of the mission says if if you if you do use it in the kseira, so that but that's kseira to sleep under. But you can't sleep underneath it. Share means it doesn't invalidate the sukkah. It doesn't invalidate. But it's not kosher schach. That's not Rabbi Yehuda. Because Rabbi Yehuda said in the first part, you can use it for schach. Correct. So, so, and 
it seems to be your mayor, unless we say the second half of the Mishnah is, like, again, remember we learned there are some cases where Yehuda agrees that it's not, no good. Okay. So we have to, you know, maybe he's talking about a very big board that even he agrees. That, that's, you know. okay. So more naturally it fits with their mayor. Yeah, more naturally it fits with their mayor. The same mayor that said you can't use it, Eschach will tell you that Bali doesn't validate sukkah, but you don't sleep with them either. Well, even if well, you, you can't use it as chaf. You can use it as a wall. Right. So, first, so, so, if a mayor says it's not kosher schach, the second half of the mishnah could be an Rav mayor. That that same mayor that says it's not kosher schach says, but don't think it makes the whole sukkah not kosher. Just put it off to the side. Let it be part of dofen akuma, and at least you can use the rest of the sukkah. Right. So, so he's the I'm not following. Why is why is it three opinions? Why is it three opinions? So the first part, Rabbi Yehuda says the beans are good. Right. So the second part, Rabbi Yehuda says the beans are no good. Yes. The second part of the Mishnah says if you use a bean, it's kosher. It's kosher for the sukkah, but it doesn't. It's not kosher for tzach. That, that would sound like Rabbi Meir. It's not Rabbi Yehuda. It could be Rabbi Yehuda. Well, it could be Rabbi Yehuda. It could be a large board according to Rabbi Yehuda, like we'll see in the Gemara. Okay. But, uh, okay. but why does it not fit the Rabbi Meir perfectly? Why is it a third sheet? It could be exactly Rabbi Meir. Why can't it be exactly Rabbi Meir? Which is Rabbi Meir? This, Mike, well, let's just say, let, the, the second half of the Mishnah for sure could fit with Rabbi Meir. The question yes, can fit. Uh, correct. So, the, second, the, second, the second one which says that which part of the second one is Rabbi Meir? The, the, the whole second half of the mission. The, the second half of the mission says that a board is not kosher. Okay. There's not. There's nothing else it's saying. It's a not kosher board. It's just if you put it off to the side. The sukkah could still be okay because it'll be part of the wall. Right. It's just a question. It could also be a Yehuda. That's that's what, that's what we'll have to see. But for right. sure, if it's if it's snugly through a mayor. Okay. Zok the Gemara. So Amar Rav Machlekes ben Esarim Shiyesh ben Amarba. The machlekes between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Huda is by a is by a nesser, by a board that is for tvachim. The Rabbi Meir isle gzeres tikra. The Rabbi Meir says it's no good because we'll make a gzeres called gzeres tikra. That since it was very common to roof your house with boards that are for tvachim wide, if you could use your sukkah, uh, if you could use in your sukkah a board that's for tvachim wide, you might go ahead and say, well, if I could sit on in my sukkah and use for tvachim, I'll go ahead and sit in my house too. But your house is not kosher sukkah. Therefore, he makes a gzeris tikra and says, no, there's a gzer that you'll come to sit underneath the roof of your house. The tikra's a roof. Rabbi Huda, lastly, gzeris tikra, Rabbi Huda says, even at that point, even though it's fourth fucking wide, it's still kosher, and there's no such thing as a gzeris tikra, it's clearly a sukkah, don't worry about it, you don't have to make such a gzer. But if you would have boards that are less than fourth fucking, everyone would agree, both Rabbi Huda and Rameir, that it's going to be kosher. Okay. But Shmuel Amr, that's how Rav understands it. Shmuel says, no, this is how the Machlokas goes between Rehuda and Rehuda. But Shmuel Amr, the Machlokas between Rehuda and Rehuda is actually where it's less than four Tvachim. But if it's actually more than four Tvachim, everyone agrees, even Rehuda, that it's no good. Now the Gemara asks on this. 
if it's less than four, then you didn't qualify, you didn't give a, a bottom limit of how small it could be to say it's not good. So, then that would seem to include that there is even when it's less than three. But that is just basically just sticks. It just sticks at that point. So why would Remeyer say it's no good if it's less than four, if it's just so thin, it's just so insignificant at that point? All right, you hear the question? To which Gemara answers back and says, follows. Amr of Papa Hachikamar. So if Papa qualifies Shmuel's understanding of the Machalikas, it says as follows. This is what it means to say. If there are four Tvachim, everyone agrees it's no good. If it's less than three Tvachim, everyone agrees it is good. My time, why, is it, why does everyone agree when it's less than three Tvachim that it's good? Kind of it just it just would. It just, it just uh, sticks. Keep Kligi, where is the Machalikas between Rabbi Huda and Rameyer? Mishlesha ad arba from three tzvachim till four tzvachim. Mar savar kaven the less new shear makom lo gazrinan. Rabbi Huda holds that since it does not have a shear of a significant makom, it's not at least four tzvachim. Then it's going to be kosher. It's in- insignificant. Umar savar and Rabbi Meir holds kaven the nafkilu mitaris lavud gazrinan. That since it's already a big enough space that we can't even do lavud on it. Not that we would try to do lavud because there's a board there. The point being is that we see from hilchos lavud that the minimum size of a chash of a shear is three tzachim, is no longer in the realm of what could have been a lavud, then that's already big enough, we're going to make a zero sticker. Rabbi, I'm sorry, did we already talk about this? Is the reason why it's over four tzachim, the reason why we can't use a board over four tzachim because it's, like, are they worried about this Gezeris Tikra, or is there something else, is there another halakha that we don't, like, that we haven't learned yet, or... Gezeris Tikra is the main thing. That's just Gezeris yeah. Christians, they both hold of it or not. So according to Rav, only Remeyer holds Xeris Tikra. According to Shmuel, they both agree. It's, it, but now they're saying that according to... Oh, okay. So, so, yeah, they both agree it's something called Xeris Tikra. The question is, is there is there still Xeris when it's less than four Tvachim? At that point, Rebut is I'm out, you know, no more Xeris. Remeyer says, no, still from three to four, there's still Xeris Tikra. Less than three, I agree to you. You know, that's already too small. But from three to four, there will be Xeris still. Okay. So Xeris Tikra, do we say that that's the proper gazera, or is that something based on a charm? I mean, we don't use two by four. Right. So, um, it's, a good, it's a good point. Um, it's a good point. Uh, it still exists. That's not a shyla. So the answer is that, yeah, no, we still have a din. You can't use large boards anymore. Um, one either could argue and say that it still is somewhat relevant. I mean, they do use large boards to, we just happen to put plaster and other things on top of it. So when we sit inside a circle with four tough white boards, we don't think of uh, our houses. It's just it's not normal, but it's still is building material. There are people that, by the way, avoid using even two by fours as their actual schach. Meaning no one's going to say a two by four is not kosher schach, but they kind of avoid having their entire circle just two by fours because like, it's a similar type of feel that, like, that's not schach. Like, if you look up at your ceiling, you'd be like, wow, like, I'm using building materials as my schach. That's not good. So, lemaisa, lemaisa, two by four, according to most opinions, will, will be kosher schach if you need to use it. And that's why, for sure, if you want to, like, let's say, hold down your schach with something, put some two by fours on top of it, or if you want to hold up your schach using two by fours, are totally fine, or certainly the one by threes are totally fine, and those are even thinner. But the point being is, is that, yeah, the exact sticker is definitely still in place, that we don't use large boards as our schach. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. Still in place. Okay, we're good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so says the Gemara Tanan. Says in a Mishnah, in our Mishnah, 
You put on top of it a board. That is fourth vachim wide. Shera, it is kosher, meaning the sukkah is still kosher. As long as you don't sleep underneath it. So Bishlam of the Shmuel, this works nicely in Shmuel's understanding of the machlokas between Rabbi Huda and Meir. The Amar B'She'ein Behenarba that says that when there is less than four, that's where the machlokas is. Aval Yesh Behenarba, but if there is four Tzvachim, then Divrei Hakol Psula, everyone agrees is no good. Mishum Hakel Loishan Tachtov. So this is exactly what the Gemara says. We would prefer that the second half of the Mishnah works with both Rabbi Huda and our Mayor. We prefer not to, not to just pigeonhole it to a mayor. So in the world of Rav, that Rav understands that the machlokas between Rehuda and mayor is that Rehuda always holds the board is okay. It's always good. And the second half of the Mishnah can't be like Rehuda. The second half of Mishnah is clearly saying a board is not kosher schach. So the Gemara says, therefore, Bishlama, it works nicer in the world of Shmuel, that Shmuel says the Machlok is only between three and four Tvachim, but once you hit four Tvachim, even Rabbi Huda agrees it's no good, then we could say the second half of the Mishnah is referring to a board that's four Tvachim wide, and the second half of the Mishnah is both Rabbi Huda and Rebeir. Okay, the part you think get clear with the second half of the Mishnah, the second half of the Mishnah is saying that a board is not kosher schach. The work share of the second half of the Mishnah is saying that the sukkah is still kosher, but it's not kosher schach, that's why you can't sleep underneath it. So it would be nicer if we could say that's both Rabbi Huda and Rameyer. That doesn't work according to Rav, because Rav understands Rabbi Huda never holds a board is not good. According to Shmuel, Rabbi Huda agrees that a board is not good once it's more than fourth Tvachim. They only argue when it's less than fourth Tvachim. That makes sense? Okay. So it says the Gemara, let's read it again. So Tanan. Uh, second last word in line. Tanan. Nasan Aleha Neser. Shehurachav Arbaot Tvachim Ksheira. Vavach Lishan Tachter. Our Mishnah said, you put a board on top of it that is uh, fourth Tvachim wide. <coughs> it's going to be kosher as long as you don't sleep underneath it. So, Bishlam of the Shmuel, this makes sense according to the world of Shmuel. The Amr Bishayim Ben Arba Machlokas that says that when there is not fourth Tvachim, that's where the Machlokas is. Aval Yesh Behen Arba. But if there is fourth Tvachim, Divriya Kolb Sula, everyone agrees it's not good. Bishim Haki Lo Yishantachta, that's why you shouldn't sleep underneath it according to everybody. El Rav, but according to Rav, the Amr Bishayesh Behen Arba Machlokas, the Machlokas is even when it is fourth Tvachim. But if there is not fourth Tvachim, ever agrees it is kosher, according to Rabbi Yehuda, why would Rabbi Yehuda agree you shouldn't sleep underneath it? Go for it. It's totally fine. It's kosher skach. So the Gemara answers the answer that we would expect it to answer. Do we hold that it goes according to everybody? The second Mishnah. Seifa son of every mayor. The Seifa only fits with the mayor. Plain and simple. So Rob would have to say that the second half of the Mishnah is only her mayor, but Shmuel could say the second half of the Mishnah is both her mayor and her Buddha. Just works out very nicely. Sure. So says the Gemara as follows. El Rav, three lines at the bottom. The right start from there? El Rav, but according to Rav, the Amr B'Shiyesh Ben Arba Machlokas, that the Machlokas is even when it's fourth Fachim. Key words for you right now is, according to Rav, the Rabbi Huda always holds a fourth half of Boris Kosher. So, uh, but if it's not for, that's where everyone agrees. The Behuda, according to Behuda's understanding, according to Behuda in the world of Rav, how would he fit with the second half of the Mishnah? Why would you not be able to sleep underneath it? It's totally fine. It's kosher schach. So, the assumption of this question is that we want the second half of the Mishnah to be according to everybody. Twisting more answers, do we really hold that it fits with everybody? 
Sefer is on the Rebbe. The Sefer just fits on the Rebbe. That's what... Why can't you say that they do argue with four Tfakim above? Less than four Tfakim are fine. Right. So then this wouldn't fit like with Mare. This, this would... This would be fine. I mean, the board that we're talking about, the Sefer well, well, says clearly it's four tachim wide. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, and we said, Amarab, Machlokas, Nusar, and Sheesh, Kahan, Arba, right? Right. Machlokas is when it is four tachim. Every hood holds its kosher still. Every hood holds its kosher. And Mary holds it's not kosher. Right. The second, I'll make sure we got it clear. The second admission is saying a four tachim wide board is not kosher. Saying it's not kosher, right. you're allowed to have it. You can't have it for stock, and you can't sleep under it. Right. So that only, in the world of Rav, that only fits with their mayor. Right. Got it. Right. 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 Because the first part of Mishnah says we use it as I, def- I definitely hear that. You know, again, but you have to remember Mishnahis are cryptic, so it would not be it would not be hard to say that the Mishnah is saying. You know, I would not be surprised that there would have been a Gemara that says. By the way, the Mishnah what it means to say is as follows: mm-hmm. There's a machlokes between your behud and a mayor by a board that's less than four tefachim. But once it's more than four tefachim, everyone agrees it's no good. And by the way, once everyone agrees it's no good, by the way, you shouldn't sleep underneath it. But it doesn't validate the sukkah. I mean, it could have, you know, it could have easily said the same thing. It's just it depends if in the world of Rav or in the world of Shmuel. Okay. I don't have. Okay. That's only good according to Rav, according to Rabbi Yehuda, right? Rabbi Yehuda and Rav. That case. Fourth fucking boards? For all across, all across okay. the entire time. Okay. I originally envisioned it's, you know, two, 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 and then a four at the end. Right. But you go to the back, it's all fours. The second half of the Mishnah or the first half of the Mishnah? It's and Okay, I mean, that's fine. So that, well, the mach- this would only be kosher, according to Rabbi Yehuda, in Rab's opinion. It, well, that, well, that picture is being drawn right. in Rav. Right. So, that, that, so that makes sense. Rav that says the machlok is, 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 even when it's more than the fourth vachim, then you would have a sukkah. That, I mean, can you imagine how easy it would be, it would be to have a sukkah according to, to Rav's version of Rabbi Yehuda? It's the easiest thing in the world, to get a bunch of boards. First of all, it would be great for rain. Second of all, just get, you know, you have, you have, a, you have a 10 foot wide sucker, just get a whole bunch of four tefach boards and put it on top. It would be the easiest thing in the world. Instead of the little bamboos that are this big, whatever it is. But yeah, Rabbi Huda would say, line up the entire thing. I mean, first of all, in that world, we don't even know how big it could be that it, he'd even start agreeing it's no good. Like, you know, does he stop at five tefachim, six tefachim? We don't even know. You know, I mean, I'd imagine. There probably has to be a maximum because at a certain point it's just the roof, <laughs> right? So I don't, I don't know what that maximum would be. I, I would imagine there's no way he'd go more than four amos, but even four amos is pretty big. Four amos. I, I said, I said, for sure four amos he'd stop at, but I, I, would, I would think there would be a stopping point before that. I just don't know. I just, you know, he'd want to talk about it. But yeah, he would say a sukkah that's just lined up four tefach boards the whole way. In the world of Rab, it's totally fine. But in the world of Shmuel, that no, even he agrees once more than four tefachim is no good. It's only... You know, it would be 3.5 tefachim. He'd say, go for it, no problem. And Rav, you know, would he, um, was even saying that, no good. Less than 3 tefachim, everyone says at that point, it's, it's just, you know, it's small enough. Which happens to be, you know, it's pretty big.
you know, it's about that big. But like I said before, even two by fours we avoid. So it's uh, definitely something we should try to avoid to the best of our ability. And obviously the schach mats that are strung together, those are not considered to be boards at all. That's not two by fours we, we avoid? We avoid using it as, as the purely as the schach. Oh, is it, is it a, I mean, we, like that picture, if you have two by fours, literally your whole entire sukkah, just two by fours, it's something we avoid doing. Um, but uh, it is kosher. Uh, for sure you can hold up your schach, for sure you can hold down your schach with it, whatever it is. If you would find yourself in the middle of nowhere, uh, can you use two by fours? I would tell you to do one by threes, but it could be okay. I still remember um, one of the local organizations scheduled one of these Cholomoe things, and they advertised, they bring your whole family, we'll even have a sukkah there. And when I got there, uh, the people that ran the program just didn't know Hilchosukkah. <laughs> I mean, just, it's, it's, it's as simple as that. They, 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 it was people that, you know, again, all good intentions. But the, sukkah, the sukkah was nowhere near kosher. It was really nowhere near kosher. So I said, I'm, you know, I'm, even after it's fixed, I'm going nowhere near it. But, uh, like, I feel bad for all the people that literally drove. It was like an hour away from Chicago also. So I said, let's just go take a trip to Home Depot. <laughs> let's, let's, let's get some strings. Let's get some lovins here. Let's get some schach. Let's get some, you know, whatever it was. And we, we put it together, and then a half hour later, the, uh, the city shut it down. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's no reason why. It was off to the side on the parking lot, but uh, they had an ordinance of some sort. You can't build temporary structures on the, on the parking lot, which I think he even got cleared with the company, but the city said no good. But either way, but the point being is, is that, uh, you know, in, in a case like that where you're stuck, just go to Home Depot and get one by threes and do the best that you can. Two by fours and not two by four, you know that, right? The one and a half by three and a half, really? and a one by three is uh, is 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 uh, also it's like one and a half by really? yeah one so and a half. Yeah, that's a, um, little things in life you don't know about. Uh, how are we doing time wise? Should we start the next section here? Um, um. Okay, I'll, I'll read the next line quickly just so we cover a little more ground, but we'll have to hazard, okay? So, Tashma, let's come and listen to another proof. Shnei Sadinim Mitstarfin, we have two like sheets. They are Mitstarif, they add up with each other to create you know, one length of area. But if you have two boards, they don't add up with each other. I mean, we look at each board independently. They don't become, if you have two boards, that are, you know, one, th- th- two back-to-back boards on top of your circle, with one three tzvachim, another one three tzvachim. We don't say it's six now. We say, no, each one's individually three tzvachim. Right? Like, or even, well, let's, let's just say there is none. Let's say they're snugly next to each other, but still, you know, it is what it is. I mean, there isn't, in, in reality, there's still a gap between them. Also, this is line up, like, you know, kind of exactly what you Rabbi Meir says that no, we look, you look at boards like sheets that if they're mamish, mamish against each other they do add up. So the Gemara um, comments as follows This works out nicely this discussion over here in the world of Shmuel that says when it's less than four tfachim it's machlokas but once there's more than four tfachim and everyone agrees both the Rehuda and our Meir that it's no good my mitzarfin, mitzarfin larbav. Then what? What are we discussing? What are you adding up to? You're adding up to four tefachim, right? 
Rav, the Amar B'Shiyesh Ben Arba Machlokas, but in the world of Rav, it says when there is four is a Machlokas, but if there is not four Tvachim, everyone agrees it is good. Hechidami. What, what is the case here? If the boards are already for Tvachim, then what do you have to add up to at all? If there are not for Tvachim, what's the problem? They're just purely just twigs. So I feel like I'm rushing. I mean, we have to stop now anyway. But we're, again, we're, what we're going to do is similar patterns of we're going to find Mishnayis and Rices um, throughout Shas that will seemingly. <laughs> Sound better according to either Rob or according to Shmuel's understanding. Not like this, and we'll have to, you know, resolve and work it out. Shabbat Shalom. It's good to be back in action. That was weird. Yeah. Okay. I'll start, I'll start reading from the Mishnah just to get get going. Um, you could use uh, boards as Bear says no good. If you put on top of it a board. That is fourth fucking wide, Shera. Um, the sukkah is still kosher, not that the schach is kosher, but the sukkah is kosher. Well, Vashalish and Taktov, as long as you don't sleep underneath it. Zok the Gemara. Amar Rav, Rav's understanding of Machlokas, Rabbi Huda Ramirez, as follows Machlokas, Ben Asarm Shiesh Ben Arba. The Machlokas is by boards that are fourth fucking wide. The Rebbe Mayor Islay Xeris Tigre Mayor says it's a problem because it's a Xer that you might come to sit inside your house underneath the roof. Rebbe Huda Lislay Xeris Tigre Huda says even if it's more than fourth fucking wide, it's totally fine. No need for Xeris Tigre, and everything is fine. But once it's less than four tvachim, everyone agrees, both the Ryuta and Rameyer, that it's going to be Ksher, it's going to be good. That's Rav's understanding of they only argue when it is above four, but not when it's beneath four. Vishmul Amar, Vishayim ben Arba Machlekes, Machlekes is when there is less than four tvachim. ben Arba, but if there is four tvachim, everyone agrees that it is not good. Okay? Eim ben Arba, Vafil Pachas Mishlesha, the Gemara asks the question and says, it sounds like you're telling me that if it's less than four Tvachim, then it's going to be Machlekes, and Rabbi Meir is going to say it's no good, but once you're less than four Tvachim, you know, once you get into the realm of three, it's merely twigs, it's just branches. It's so insignificant. Why would it be a problem to be less than three? So the Gemara modifies what it said before. Amar of Papa, Hachikam, this one needs to say, Yish ben Arba, if there are four Tvachim, divriyat kolb sula. Everyone agrees it's no good. Pachas Mishlosh, it's less than three Tvachas, we're called Mikshare. Everyone agrees it is good. What is the Machlekes between Rameyer and Rehuda? It's in that window between three and four Tvachas. My time, uh, my time was the reason why it's okay, less than three. Kind of Balmanina, they're just merely branches. Kipligi Mishlosh at Arba, the Machlekes is from three Tvachas to four Tvachas. Mar Savar came in the Lesnahu, Shir Makoim, Logazrinan. One opinion holds that since it doesn't have a significant shear of four tvachim, then we don't make a gzair and it's totally fine. That's the opinion of Rabbi Huda. Umar Savar came in the nafki lum mitaras lavud gazrinan, and Rabbi Meir holds it's no good already at three because once it's bigger than a lavud, that's already showing that it's a significant size, and therefore we have to already start applying the gzairas tigra. So again, very simply put, Rav understands the machlekes is by more than four tvachim, but less than three tvachim, everyone says it's okay. And Shmuel understands the machlekes is by less than three tzvachim, but by more than four tzvachim, everyone agrees it's not okay. And in Shmuel's world, um, everyone also agrees that less than three tzvachim is okay. The machlokas is only between three and four tzvachim. Okay. Um, Tanan. We say in a Mishnah. Nosan alen neseshu rachav arba tzvachim. You put on top of your sukkah a board that is four tzvachim wide. Share. It's going to be kosher. As long as you don't sleep underneath it. That's what we said in our Mishnah. 
So Bishlam Elishmuel the Amar Bishe Ein Behen Arba Machlokes Avayishem Machlokes Avayishem Arba Divrei Kol Psula that if there is four everyone agrees it's no good Mishum Hachelo Yishan Tachtav that's why you shouldn't sleep underneath it and again to speak out what's going on right here is that we have a sefer of the Mishnah the sefer is clearly saying that um, the four tevach wide board is no good uh, we prefer that to work with both Rav Meir and Rav Yehuda. So in the world of Shmuel, it does not work with, uh, it does, I'm sorry, let me get this straight. Um, in the world of Shmuel, it works out nicely, because according to Shmuel, both Ra, Rabbi Yehuda and Rameyer hold that fourth Tavachim is no good. So the second half of the Mishnah that's saying that a fourth Tavach white board is no good, but it does, happens to not disqualify the Sukkah, but it's no good, it's not kosher schach, you can't sleep underneath it, that fits nicely according to both Rabbi Yehuda and Rameyer, so that works nicely with Shmuel. However, says the Gemara three lines in the bottom. The Rav, according to Rav, the Amar B'Shiyesh Ben Arba Machlekes, Avayim Ben Arba Dira Kol Kshera. That according to Rav, that says the Machlekes is by more than four Tvachim, and only when it's less than four Tvachim does everyone agree. Then um, the Rabbi Yehuda, Amaylo Yishan Tachtav, according to Rav's version of Rabbi Yehuda, why can't you sleep underneath the Schach? Again, very simply put, just to remember what happened is that Rabbi Yehuda is one who's more mekel, and he holds it's okay. According to Rav, Rabbi Yehuda is mekel even when it's more than fourth tefachim. The second half of our Mishnah says when it's fourth tefachim is not good. So how does that work out? It doesn't work out in the world of Rav's version of Rabbi Yehuda. That good? That's clear? We're good? I'll say it one more time if you want to. Just simply put, the second half of the Mishnah says a very clear statement that a fourth tefachim board is no good. Happens to be it doesn't disqualify the sukkah because you don't akuma, but lemaisa lemaisa is not kosher schach. So according to Shmuel's version of the machlekes, where he says both Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Meir hold that fourth vachim wide is no good, then the safe of the Mishnah works according to both Rabbi Meir and Rabbi But according to Rav's version of the machlekes, that even by fourth vachim Rabbi Yehuda holds it's still good. So then the safe of the Mishnah does not work out with Rav's version of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi, yeah. So- yeah, I, I know he asked this, and I just don't remember. So if they had a fourth fucking wide board in the middle of the sukkah, does that make the whole sukkah puzzle, or, like, how does that work? So it depends. It, it for sure makes that spot puzzle. They just need to know more details if it disqualifies the whole sukkah. If it goes from one end to the other end, then it'll literally cut the whole sukkah in half. So you might still have a kosher sukkah anyway, because you might have three walls left, right? But it does split the sukkah in half. If it's just one spot then that spot is completely disqualified. Um, okay. Yeah, so that's something to be careful about in general when you're sitting underneath the, underneath the sukkah, um, you know, that you don't have any puzzle schach on top of you or other, th- uh, you know, objects that are hanging over your sukkah that could disqualify a certain area because, again, that area will be disqualified. Okay, so it says the Gemara, the following. So that's the question on the table. According to Rao's version of Yehuda, the Sefer doesn't make any sense. So answer the Gemara, do we have to hold that the second statement in the Mishnah is according to everybody. Seifa, son of mayor. The Seifa would only work through a mayor. I mean, Rav would just simply say, I work out fine with the Mishnah because the Seifa of the Mishnah that says the fourth Tvachim is no good is just a mayor's opinion. Because Rabbi Huda would say the fourth Tvachim is fine, and I don't feel any need to make that the Seifa of the Mishnah is both according to Rabbi Huda and Rameir. Okay, here we go. New material. Tashma, come and listen to a proof from Mishnah Raisa. Shnei Sadinim Mitzdarfim. If you have two sheets, that are on top of your sukkah, they are mitzarif, so the two of them will add up, that if, even though each one on its own is not a, uh, not kosher, uh, uh, e- if, even though each one on its own is an okay amount, but if the sum total is a non-kosher amount of 
sheets, they add up to four tvachim, or we'll see what it adds up to in a second, then they do add up with each other. However, says the Gemara, Shnei Nesarim, top of Yudal and Beis, Amid Starfin, they do not add up with each other. So sheets add up with each other, but boards do not add up to each other to um, disqualify a sukkah. Okay, so as Rashi says in the very first Rashi, Shnei Nesarim Amid Starfin, two boards do not add up with each other, the post let to disqualify it. Even if the entire sukkah is going to be schacht, with these boards, again, the size that each one on its own is okay, Kshera, it's going to be kosher, Rabbi Hudi, this is the world of Rabbi Yehuda. Rav Meir, Aymer, Rav Meir says back, Af Nisar and Kisadinim, no, we treat boards like sheets, that they do end up with each other. So now let's analyze this. We have Machlekes, again, another Machlekes with Rabbi Yehuda and Meir. Rabbi Yehuda, again, is the more lenient that says that the boards that are there, if they are um, actually, oh, interesting, Rabbi Yehuda actually, uh, yeah, he's still the lenient one again, and he says that the boards do not add up to each other, and our mayor holds that they do add up with each other. So we're going to try to figure out if this machlekes, Rabbi Yehuda or mayor, fits better with Rav or fits better with Shmuel. Bisham of the Shmuel, this works out nice according to Shmuel, the Amar, Bishain Behen Arba Machlekes. So the Machlekes is when it's less than four Tvachim. Aval Yesh Behen Arba. But once it's more than four Tvachim, Divya Kolb Sulever Gris is no good. So Maimit Starfin, what is the discussion? What's the debate between Rabbi Yehuda and mayor if they add up or not? Mitzarfin Larba. It's simply Machlekes. If you have things that are less than four Tvachim, do they add up with each other to get to be more than four Tvachim? And that works out very nicely. Meaning, it has to be something that both the Rehuda and Mayor agree that if you would add it up, is no good. It's just a machlokes Rehuda and Mayor if they do add up with each other. That Rehuda says, don't worry, they don't add up with each other. So even though I agree that four is no good, but if it's three, three plus three will not equal six. It's just three is on its own completely. And our mayor says, no, they do it up with each other. So that works out very nicely according to Shmuel that both Rabbi Huda and our mayor hold that fourth Tzvachim is no good. I will ain behen arba, but once it's less than arba, dibra kol share, it's going to be kosher. So hechi dami, so if you're going to say it's false, my mayor is going arba. El rav, sorry, el rav, according to rav, the amr b'shiyish ben arba machlekes, that says when there is no um, less than four, that's where the Machlokas is. But if it is less than four, that's where everyone agrees it's going to be kosher. What's the case? So again, in the world of Rav, that says that above four is the Machlokas, but less than four, everyone agrees it's good. What's the case? If it already has four Tfachim, what do you need to add up at all? If it does not have fourth fachim, amai, why does it add up? It's just simply mirror branches. So what are you adding up? Like how do you ever have a kosher sukkah if it's less than fourth fachim? So again, let's just repeat what we have over here. All right, see we have uh, Rafi and uh, and stand there. So we have this machlege between Rabbi Yehuda and Meir. Rabbi Yehuda says that when you have beams or boards that are a kosher size but you put them right next to each other, they do not add up with each other, and you can have the entire sukkah with those boards. Ramayor says that if you put them next to each other, they add up with each other to become a not kosher size. So the Gemara says, this works out very nicely in the word of Shmuel, that everyone agrees that fourth tvachim is no good, and it's just a simple machlekes that you have beams and boards that are less than the fourth tvachim. Do they add up to fourth tvachim or not? To which Rehuda says, if you would have one board that would be fourth tvachim, it would be no good. But if you have two separate boards that add up to fourth tvachim, we're fine, don't worry about it. Which where Mayor says he's not clear about it. So that's the world of Shmuel that works out very nicely. But according to Rav, that says the machlokes itself is, if it's more than four tvachim, 
he comes out with the following question. Let's see again Rav's question inside. This is five lines from the top. El Rav, according to Rav, the Amr B'Shi'esh Ben Arba Machlekes, that says the Machlekes is when it is above fourth Tvachim. Aval Ein Ben Arba Adivra Kol but if it is not fourth Tvachim, everyone agrees that it is kosher. Everyone agrees it's kosher when it's less than fourth Tvachim. So Hegi Debe, what's the case? Ide Ispu Harba Lamilisurve. If you're talking about a case where there's four boards, then what do you need to add up for? There's nothing to add up for. And if you're telling me that you do not have four Tvachim, well, don't forget, in the world of Rav, both Rabbi Hud and our mayor hold that less than four Tvachim is a totally kosher size. Everyone agrees it's kosher size. So basically, that means they all hold that once you get less than four Tvachim, it's totally fine. That's a totally, 3.9 Tvachim is 100% kosher size. So the Idalesu Arba, Amai, what's the problem? Why would there, anyone hold they add up to each other? They're purely going to be just beams. Do you hear that statement? That whole idea we had before, that um, if it would be three, between three and four, it's a machlokis between Behuda and Meir, that was in the world of Shmuel only. In the world of Rav, the machlokis is only above four tvachim, but once it's less than four tvachim, everyone agrees it's kosher, and that means it's totally kosher until 3.99 tvachim, which means they both agree that 3.99 tvachim and less is, is nothing. It's totally fine. There's no concern with it whatsoever. So now we have this machlegis between Rebbein and Yehuda if the boards add up to each other or not. Okay, that's fine. So if you are in the world of Shmuel, the question is, do they add up to four or not? But if you're in the world of Rav, it doesn't work out either way. Because if they're already four, so what are you adding up to? If they're less than four, why would you hold they add up? It's just too small of a size to be concerned of it. Then put a whole, put a 3.99 boards all next to each other. should be totally fine. Why would it not be good? Ray Robinson? Yes. Um, why, if, is there a reason why if it's a sheet next to each other, they add up, but if it's a board, they do not add up to each other? Because I'm not understanding why we're even asking this question. If it's boards, then we already know that they don't add up to each other. Well, that's the Machlechus. We have Rabbi Hudolf, they don't add up, or Mayor Holtz, they do. Oh, so even in that first statement of sheets add up to each other, but boards do not add up to each other, Rameir still holds that, yes, boards do add up. Right, that's the first line of the Gemara. Rameir, Aymer, Afs, Nesarim, Kisadinim. Nesarim, like Sadinim. That's, that's, that's what we're focusing on right now. Uh-huh. So, okay. so we're just trying to figure out where's their Machlechus. Meaning, they have to be arguing about an amount that if Rabbi Yehuda would agree that boards add up, it would be no good. It's just the machlekes if they add up or not. So that works out very nicely according to Shmuel. Shmuel holds that everyone agrees that fourth tvachim is no good. So both Rabbi Huda and her mayor hold that fourth tvachim is no good. And now it's just the machlekes. Let's say you have two boards that are 3.5 tvachim wide. Do they add up to each other or not? To which Rabbi Huda would say, no, they don't add up to each other. Her mayor would say, those two boards do add up to each other. That works out very nicely according to Rav Meir's world. However, according to Shmuel's world, according to Rav's world, that everyone holds that 3.9 Tfachim is 100% kosher. So what exactly are you adding up to? If it's more than 4 Tfachim already, you don't need to do any adding. It's already no good, according to Rameir. And if it's less than 4 Tfachim, why are you allowed to add them to each other, according to Rameir? There's just, it's too small of an amount. Both Rameir and Rameir hold that less than 4 Tfachim is totally fine. So what are you adding them for? They're totally fine. So what's going on over here? So it says the Gemara, I'll tell you what's going on over here. Umay mitzdarfin, 
Lo'aylam, sorry, the is, is the last one line, the is arba, it really is that the boards are already for Tvachim. Umay mitztarfin, what are they discussing if they add up to each other? Umay mitztarfin, mitztarfin la'arba amos minatzad. The question is, do they add up to be more than four amos on the side of the sukkah? So it's a new version altogether. It's not that do they, are, do they add up to be one disqualified board, that's for Tvachim, Rather, the Machlechus is, is that do they add up to each other to make it that you no longer do Dovin Akuma? So we're not talking about cases that are 3.9. If they're 3.9, according to Rav, the sukkah is 100% kosher, take the entire sukkah and line it with boards that are 3.9 Tvachim, it's 100% fine, you don't have to worry about it whatsoever. If, however, they're already for Tvachim, they're already for Tvachim, the question is, can you take those four Tefach white boards, put it at the side of the sukkah, and, and do 20 of them? Can you do such a thing? To which the Gemara is going to say, no, you cannot do such a thing. You know, that's, 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 that's the machlokas if they add up. Rabbi Huda says, don't worry about it. They do not add up to each other. It's totally fine. And even if they're on the side of the sukkah, they don't add up. Each one's seen individually, and therefore you still have a kosher dofen akuma. And Rabbi Meir would say, no, they do add up to each other, and therefore they add up to more than four amos, and you no longer have a dofen akuma. That's what the machlokas is. Okay. So read it again inside. Um, says the Gemara, really the ispuhu arba. We are dealing with the case that they are fourth fachim. So what is the machlokas between the mayor and Rehuda if they add up? It's a machlokas that they add up to be four amos on the side. Which again, do they add up to be four amos that you no longer can do dofen akuma? That's the machlokas. Um, okay, it's eight forty. The next part is actually rather. Um, complicated again. Okay, I guess we'll stop here. But I'm glad we got to learn. And tomorrow, Bez Hashem, we'll start uh, 7.15. And we'll cause what we just did, and we'll uh, we'll take it from there, Bez Hashem. Amen. Thank you. Have a good day, bro. Okay. Good morning, everybody. So we're going to start from the bottom line of Yudal and Aleph. Uh, we're still trying to figure out this machlekes between Rav and Shmuel, uh, how they understand the machlekes of Yehuda and Meir. Yehuda holds that you're allowed to use Nisarim. Meir said you cannot use Nisarim. Um, there's a machlekes between Yehuda and between Rav and Shmuel. What is the machlekes? Rav understands the machlekes is by boards that are actually more than four tefachim. That even though they're more than four tefachim, Yehuda holds it's okay, and Meir holds it is not okay. But if it's less than four tefachim, everyone agrees that it's fine because less than four tefachim, which is insignificant. And the according to Shmuel, the Machlokas of Yudah Meir is actually talking about where it's less than uh, four tefachim. It's between three and four tefachim, actually. Less than three tefachim, everyone agrees it's okay. More than four tefachim, everyone agrees it's not okay. And three to four tefachim is where the Machlokas is. And we're just trying to see if we can find different sources in Tanaic literature to be a support of either Rav's version of the Machlokas or Shmuel's version of the Machlokas. So the very last words of Yudah and Aleph, Tashma. The case of deciding um, if the schach is meant to be kosher, you have some sadinim, you have some sheets uh, hanging on top of your sukkah, some tapestries, whatever it may be. Um, even if you have two, even though each one on its own is not a invalid size, they do add up to each other if they're side by side with each other. So shnei sadinim mitzdarfin, and again, Rashi is going to say this Rabbi Huda talking himself. Shnei sadinim mitzdarfin, but two boards do not add up to each other. So again, there's Rabbi Yehuda, who's Mekel again, who's saying that if you have two boards that are next to each other, they do not add up, okay? 
Now, what is Rameir? Say Rameir, Omer, Af Nisarim Kisladinim, no, Nisarim beams are like the sheets, that they do add up to each other. So now let's try to see if this machloikas by tziruf, if the boards add up with each other, if it's better with Rav's version of the machloikas, or if it's better with Shmuel's version of the machloikas. So the Gemara starts off saying, it sounds better according to Shmuel. Bishlam al Shmuel. It makes sense according to Shmuel, the Amar. Bishain behen arba machloikas. That the machloikas is only by less than four. Aval yesh behen arba divra But once it's fourth fachim, everyone, both Rabbi Huda and Rameyer, hold that it's really the market way to say that both Rameer and even Rabbi Yehuda say it's not good. So then what does the mean in the mission? What are you trying to add up to? I mean, that's the question. You're saying, do they add up? Do they not add up? What are you trying to add up to? So my mitzvah, and so what is the discussion that they're mitzvah to that they're adding up to? Mitzvah and Larba. It's a discussion if they add up to four tfachim or not. Meaning, both Rabbi Yehuda and Rameer hold that once you have four tfachim of boards, it's not kosher. So it's simply a question of but let's say you have boards that are 3.5 tvachim. Do they add up to 4 or do they not add up to 4? And that's the question that we're asking. You know, Rehuda says, nope. Once it's less than 4 tvachim, they don't add up. And Rehmeyer says they do add up to each other to make it that you could have an invalid sukkah. So that works nicely in the world of Shmuel. Saying, again, read that inside. Bishlam of the Shmuel. This machlekes works in the world of Shmuel. The Amr B'She'en Ben Arba Machlekes. The Machlekes is only when it's less than four Tvachim. Aval Yesh Ben Arba, but if there is four Tvachim, everyone agrees it's not good. So my Mitzitarfin, what is the Tzirif that they're arguing about? Mitzitarfin Larba, it's a Tzirif to get to four Tvachim. Okay, so that works nice in Shmuel. El Rav, but according to Rav, the Amr B'She'en Ben Arba Machlekes, the whole Machlekes is where it's more than four Tvachim. Aval Ein Ben Arba, but if it's less than four Tvachim, Divrei HaKol Ksheira, everyone agrees, everyone agrees that it's kosher, less than four Tvachim. Yes. Yes. Do you not hear me? Stan, I thought he said my name. Stan, do you have a question? Yeah. According, by Shmuel that says, right, right. So it, one second. So Rashi says what we're referring to here is, um, it's, it's good you brought this out. Actually, this is important to clarify. Sorry, we, we have a poor connection on your end, I think. Well, I, I'll tell you what it is. I, th- I, think, I think it's very good you, you brought this out. Rashi, Rashi answers your question. Um, what we're referring to when we say it's adding up to four is not just adding up to four to make it itself a non-kosher beam, 
what it's adding up to four is that we established there's a halacha that says that when you have four tfachim, a puzzle stock on top of your sukkah, it invalidates the whole sukkah. That's what it's referring to. So it's good you, good you brought that out. Meaning, um, we have, in, in, in Shmuel, you have Rabbi Yehuda who holds that, um, that, you know, less than three tfachim is fine. And you have um, Rabbi Meir holds that less than, between three and four is not good. Okay. So Stan's question was that if it's already not good less than three, less than four, then what are you adding up to? It's, it's already no good. That's fine. But what's going on is as follows. Let's say you have a board that's exactly three tzvachim wide. So it happens to be it's not kosher schach. That's not a question according to um, Shmuel's version of Rebbe Meir. The problem is, is that that size will not invalidate the sukkah because it's only three tzvachim. So it happens to be a non-kosher piece of schach, but the sukkah itself will still be kosher. So the question now is, let's say you have two boards, though, that are 3.5 that are right next to each other, and now you have seven tfachim of non-kosher schach next to each other. Well, do they add up to each other to make it that the sukkah as a whole is not kosher? Does that make sense? Okay, so that, that, that's good you brought that out. So again, yeah. Yes. It's a problem anyway, right? It is, it is fully safe to say that because again, if it's, once it's more than four, then what do you what do you have to add up for? And if it's two, if it's if it's two point nine tefachim, then everyone would agree they wouldn't add up because it's just too they're 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 too insignificant. Yeah. Okay. So we're just we're just arguing will it add up to. Will it add up to four tefachim or not to actually invalidate the sukkah itself? So again, okay, for asking that, and let's uh, let's go ahead and get this clear. So second line again. So bishlam al shmuel the amar bishenar ba machlekas, where the machlekas is where there isn't four between three point zero one and uh, three point nine nine, right? So aval yesh ben arba divrakol psula, but if there is four, everyone agrees it's not good. So my mistarfin, what are we trying to figure out if they add up for mistarfin larba? We're asking do they add up to four tefachim to invalidate the sukkah as a whole? But in the world of Rav, that where there is four, there is a machlekes. But if there is not four tefachim, everyone agrees it's good. So then, Rafi, this is actually going to emphasize what you just said. In the world of Rav, both Rav Meir and Rav Yehuda hold that once you're at 3.9 or less, it's, it's an insignificant board. That whole idea of it being semi-significant between 3.01 and 3.99, that's in the world of Shmuel, where there's a machlekes even less than four. But according to Rav, that the whole machlekes is even more than four, but everyone agrees if it's less than four, it's going to be kosher, then both Rabbi Yehuda and Rameyer agreed that four is a, might be a problem, less than four is for sure not a problem, right? So then the Gemara asks as follows. So according to Rav, hechidami, what's the case? If you already have a board that's already for Tvachim, what do you have to add up to? What do you have to add up to? And and if it does not have four, why would they add up to each other? They are merely twigs, branches. They're, not, they're too insignificant to add up. 
So which the Gemara answers and says, no, I'll tell you what it's adding up to. It's not adding up to four tvachim. We are dealing with a case that does have four. What's the discussion here? We're not discussing if it adds up to four tvachim to invalidate the sukkah, because you can't have a gap of four tvachim in the middle of your sukkah because it invalidates it. But rather, my mitstarfin, mitstarfin la'arba amas minatsad. The question here is not if it adds up to four tvachim. The question here is does it add up to four amas? Because we know, and, and on the side, against the wall. You know, the halacha is that if you have non-kosher schach in the middle of the sukkah, that's four tzvach and it invalidates the sukkah. But if you have four tzvach and non-kosher schach on the side of a sukkah against the wall, it's not invalid. It's still a kosher sukkah. If you add a second board, now you're up to eight tzvach, it's not invalid. And you add a third board, now you're up to 12 tzvach, it's still not invalid. It only becomes invalid once it's four amos. So the discussion here is... And if you want to go in the world of Rav, that the Machlekes is worth more than four, what we're talking about is as follows. Any board that's less than three Tvachim is insignificant and will not up with each other, and it's totally fine. Once it's more than four, the question is, do they add up to each other to make it that it's no longer possible to have Dofen Akuma, to which Yehuda is Mekel and says, nope, line up all those boards off to the side, they do not add up to each other. And Rabbi Meir is Machmer and says, yeah, I'm sorry, they actually do add up to each other, and you could ruin your Dofen Akuma if you have too many of those lined up off to the side. Okay? Okay, so that's how to explain that. Let's read that again inside. So, um, El Elarav, one, two, three, four, five, five lines down. El Elarav, according to Rav, the Amr B'Shiyesh Behen Arba Machlekas, that says that when there is four is the Machlekas, but if there's not four, everyone agrees it's kosher. Hechidam, what's the case? If there is already four tvachim, what do you have to add up to? It's the four tvachim that can invalidate your sukkah. But if there is not four tvachim, why do they add up? Just merely branches. So, Lo'elam says the Gemara, really what it is is the Ispu Arba. We're dealing with the case that's more than four. Umay Mitztarfin, the question is, what does it mean they add up? Mitztarfin, Arba Amos, the question is, do they add up to four Amos off to the side? Um, and the Machlechus is, Rehuda says they do not add up, and Rehuda says they do add up. Lishnachrina, which means another version of the Machlechus we're discussing. Bishlam of the Shmuel, it works nicely according to Shmuel, the Amar Bishayim Behen Arba Machlechus, where he says there's less than four is the Machlechus. Avayesh Ben Arba Dirakob Sula, but once there is more than four Tzvachim, everyone agrees it's not good. My Mitztarfin, what does Mitztarfin mean? Mitztarfin La Arba Amos Minatzad. He says the Machlechus actually is. Do they add up to four Amos off to the side, and does it ruin Dofen Akum or not? Um, El Larav, Bishlam of Meir, according to Rav, it works nicely according to Rav Meir, because Rav Meir, again, is known as Machmir, according to Rav, and Rav says the Machlekes is above four. So Bishlam of Meir, my Mitzdarfim, Mitzdarfim, Arba Abbas, Minatzad. What is Mitzdarfim? Mitzdarfim means you're adding up to four Amos off to the side. El Yehuda, but according to Yehuda, who's one who's Mekel, by more than four tvachim, the Amar Afili Yishben Arba share that says even if it's four tvachim, the sukkah is going to be kosher. Mayim is starfin. What what does it mean? It doesn't add up. Kanim uh, ba'amini. They're they're merely they're merely branches. Even if it's four tvachim, it's merely branches. So what was it adding up to? To which the more answers. I did the kamer of Mayor Mistarvin. I'll agree this all again in a second. Don't worry. I did the comer of Mayor. You know, I'll stop right there. Let's get the question as clear as possible. Okay, so the, the second Lashon is, is, is working totally different. The first Lashon that we had said that Bishlam and Lashmuel, because we, have, we can understand what's Mitzdarfin, Mitzdarfin is getting up to four Tvachim. Uh, but we said it's harder in Rav, because what is Mitzdarfin um, adding up to? We said it's adding up to four Amos. 
the second lashon is actually doing the flip. It's saying that the one that makes sense is Shmuel because Mitzdarfin means adding up the four Amos. But we're going to have a harder time with Shmuel because of what is Mitzdarfin according to Rav Meir. So let's just go ahead and read that and get inside. So let's do Lishnah Echerina again. It says the Gemara, Lishnah Echerina. Bishlama's last word of line, about ten lines down. Lishnah Echerina, Bishlama, the Shmuel. It makes sense according to Shmuel. The Amar B'Sheim Ben Arba Machlekes. That says when there is not four Amos is the Machlekes. Well, Yesh Ben Arba. But if there is for Tvachim. Divrei HaKol P'sula. Everyone agrees it's not good. So again, everyone agrees for Tvachim is not good. And therefore, everyone agrees that for Tvachim is not just Kanim Ba'alma. So my Mitzdarfin, so what is the discussion though if they add up or not? Mitzdarfin, La'arba Amos Minasad. They're arguing just, well, well, do they add up the four Amos? For Tvachim, agrees is no good. Now the question is, is that do they add up to each other to make four Amos off to the side and ruin Dofen Akuma? That's the Machalikas Rabbi Yudha Rameir. El Arav, but according to Rav, that says the Machlekes is less than four Tvachim, Bishlama le Rav Meir. Sorry, the Machlekes is more than four Tvachim. El Rav, Bishlama le Rav Meir. It looks nice according to Rav Meir. My Mitzdarf is Mitzdarf le Arbaabas Minatzad. The question is, they add up the Farmas off to the side. Because again, Rav Meir holds that um, more than four Tvachim is no good. So therefore, it's a bad board once it's more than four Tvachim. And Rav Meir's come along and say that not only is it a bad board once more than four Tvachim, they even add up to each other to make it that you can't do Dovin Akuma. So that works nicely. El of Yehuda, but according to Yehuda, the Amar Afilu Yesh Behen Arba that says that even if it's four Tvachim, it's going to be totally kosher. So my aim at Starfim, what do you, why does he say the words, they do not add up to each other? He holds their purely branches. Let's just speak it out, and it makes a lot of sense, is that if Rabbi Huda holds that four tefach boards are kosher, basically Rabbi Huda is saying, don't just tell me when it's less than four tefachim, it's kanem ba'alma. I hold even it's more than four tefachim, it's kanem ba'alma, because I don't have xeris tikra. So what do you mean it doesn't add up to each other? Why, what, what's the magic formula that a four tefach board that's totally kosher, if you line them up next to each other, all of a sudden they become not kosher? According to his opinion, they're, they're, they are kanem ba'alma even more than four tefachim. So why, according to Rav, why does Rabbi Yehuda use the words that sheets add up to each other, but boards do not add up to each other? Why would they add up to each other? They're kanem ba'alma according to you, even if they're more than four tefachim. Did I fail a question? I can repeat it again, if you want me to. Again, we have this machlegis between, in this, in this new b'risa, between Rabbi Yehuda and Meir, if boards, seemingly if, if boards that are not acceptable add up to each other to become more not acceptable. So in the, in the second lashon over here, the Gemara says, this works out very nicely according to Shmuel, that says both Rabbi Yehuda and Meir hold that more than four tefachim is no good, which means that more than four tefachim is an invalid board on its own, but now there's a separate machlekes. Do they add up to each other? If you put multiple bad boards next to each other to go ahead and make it that it can't even be dofen akuma. To which Rehuda says, I, I hold that four tefachim is no good, but it's not going to ruin your dofen akuma. And Rameir says it ruins your dofen akuma. That works out very nicely according to Shmuel. But according to Rav, that says the machlekes is more than four tefachim. So Rav Meir holds a four tefach board is no good. But not only does he hold the four tefach board is no good, he holds they even add up to each other to ruin dofen akuma. According to Yehuda, that holds a four tefach board is totally fine. So why does he say the words? And I'm also leaning; they don't add up to each other. Like, what's the havamina? They would add up to each other. It's totally fine to have a four tefach board, which means he holds a four tefach board is a totally kosher piece of schach. 
So why do you have to, why does he have to say a second leniency? And by the way, they don't even add up to each other. It's a totally kosher piece of schach. Why would it add up with anything else? It's a weird thing to say. So let's read the answer inside. So it says the Gemara, ID, ID is the first one in the line, about a third of the way down. ID, the comer of Mayor Mitzdarfin, Amr Behuda, Eim Mitzdarfin. The Gemara says you're 100% right. We don't have to even say it. We only need a Mayor statement that says that, by the way, the non-kosher boards add up to each other to ruin, ruin Dauphin Akuma. But once a Mayor said what he said, Behuda said the parallel line, but it wasn't even necessary. So again, ID, since the comer of Mayor Mitzdarfin, or Mayor in the Seifa says, they are mitzdarif. I'm Rabbi Yehuda, I'm mitzdarif. Rabbi Yehuda used the words I'm mitzdarifin. But really, in reality, he didn't even bother saying those words I'm mitzdarifin because he holds that they're totally kosher schach. Of course, they're not going to be mitzdarifin. We just like using, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Symmetrical wording. So since the Rameyer's opinion is bringing out a chiddush that he holds that not only are four teva boards not kosher, they even have to each other, uh, we use a symmetrical phrase in Rehuda's world and say it's aim and stuff. They don't add up to each other. But that is actually a, a relatively obvious statement that Rehuda would hold such a thing. Please ask questions and I'm happy to go back if you'd like me to. I don't know how clear I'm being. <laughs> okay, good. Um, okay, so let's see over here. Um, I'm just going to assume that you want me to read it one more time, and then we'll go right there if we have a couple more minutes. Um, so it says the word, one last time. Um, it makes sense according to Shmuel, the Amar B'Shem Ben Arba Machlekes, that the Machlekes is only less than four Tvachim. Aliyish Ben Arba, Dibra Kol Psula, but it was more than four Tvachim. Um, everyone agrees it's not good. So my mitzvahin. What is the discussion of mitzvahin? Mitzvahin l'arba must be netzad. They're discussing if it adds up the fourth tefachim from the side. Again, they just picked it out very clearly because they both agree four tefach boards are no good. It's just a separate machlekes that if you take four tefach boards and put them next to each other off to the side of your sukkah, will it even ruin your dofen akumar or not? To which Behuda says, "A mitzvahin. Those boards which I agree are not good will not add up to each other to ruin dofen akumar." And everyone says that I mean by ruining Dauphin Akuma. I should be clear about that, right? Um, but uh, but Rameyer holds it does ruin it. Fine, so that works out nicely according to Shmuel. Allah Rav. But according to Rav, that says the Machlekes is um, more than fourth Tvachim, to which Yehuda holds even a fourth Tvachim board is kosher. The Gemara says as follows. But some other mayor, it makes sense according to Rav's version of a mayor, because he holds that four Tvachim boards are not kosher. My Mestar from Mestar from His statement that it says they do add up to each other, he's referring to what we said a second ago, is adding up to four Amas from the side, and ruining Dauphin Akuma. But according to Rav's version of Yehuda, the Yehuda holds that a four Tvachim board is 100% kosher. Even with four Tvachim is kosher, my Mestar why does, it, why does he have to even say the words they don't add up to each other? He holds that even a fourth Tepach wide board is merely branches. It's just, it's totally kosher. Of course it doesn't add up. To which the Gemara answers, I did the Ka'amar of Meir Mitzarfin. No, you're 100% right. Rabbi Huda doesn't have to bother telling us in Rav's world that they do not add up to each other because of course they don't add up to each other. So why does he use that word that confused us, Mitzarfin? Amen Starfin. Why does he use that? So I need to come up with Amen Starfin. Amar Behuda Amen Starfin. It's just a method sometimes used in, in Mishnayis and Brisos that we like to use similar wording. So since his uh, debate mate um, Rev Mayer, uh, Mayer was going to use the word that they are Amen he used the word that they're not Amen but really didn't have to say that at all. 
Um, okay. Yes. Yes. It has to be. It has to be. It has, it has to be right next to the wall. Yeah, it's right next to the wall. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's right next to the wall. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, for Dovin to come out to work, it's right, right against the side. Um, there's a big discussion: is what if you have a, a air gap, meaning you have the wall that goes up, you have nothing, and let's say it's two tvach. Can you do? Can you do a lovud in the middle of Dovin and that you cannot do. That, we'll, we'll end with this. Actually, interesting discussion. You see, let's say you have a wall, and then you have non-kosher schach like this, but they don't line up to each other, but that gap between this hand and this hand is less than um, three tvachim. So you would think to say, one second, I have a wall, I have a lovud to connect them, and then I have a dofen akuma over here to kind of finish it off, so why can't I use both dofen akuma and lovud together? Hear that question? And uh, the place can say, you can't do such a thing. You cannot combine um, halacha lemoshe mesinais. <laughs> Interesting idea. So you, you can either do Dauphin Akuma and make that this is all one wall, or you could do Lavud, right? Let's say, let's, say, let's say this is Kosher Schach, and this is, right? And then you have the wall over here. They just don't touch each other. You can use Lavud to combine them, but you cannot use, if this is not Kosher Schach, and the non-Kosher Schach does not touch the wall, and now you have to use both Dauphin Akuma and Lavud to, so to speak, make it one big wall, you can't put both together. Interesting. And then certainly if you said over here, if this gap over here is actually kosher schach, then you lost your, um, you lost your love it also, because love it by definition means you have one long wall. The whole point of Dauphin Akuma is, is don't see this as schach at all. Just see it as one long wall with the wall itself. So you have kosher schach in between, then clearly that's not one long wall anymore. It's just not kosher schach. That makes sense? Okay, so at 7.40, I guess we'll stop here, and Bez uh, Hashem. Um, I am uh, re- relatively feeling better, so hopefully we'll be able to continue this year tomorrow. Trach. Last line, Tashma, Shnei Sadidim, it's Tarfin, two sheets add up to each other. Shnei Sarm, Amit, Tarfin, Rebuta holds that two boards do not add up to each other. Mayor Eimer, Mayor says, the boards are like sheets that they do add up to each other. So now, what, what are we talking about? This works out nicely according to Shmuel's understanding of the Machlekes. The Machlekes is less than four. But if there is already four, it's no good. It's my Mitzarfin. What is the Mitzarfin that we're talking about over here? If it's Tarfin, La Arba, the question is, is it add up to four to invalidate the Sukkah itself? That's the question. Does it add up to four to evaluate the sukkah itself? Because again, we're in the world of Shmuel, and Shmuel says that above four degrees is no good. The question is less than four, and again, that's what it's saying. You know, less than four in the world of if it's less than four, according to Rabbi Yehuda, it's kind of alma. It's really only a question according to Rav Meir, Stan. Because our mayor says that it's less than four between three and four is actually something significant. Now the question is, let's say you have two boards that are three point five that are next to each other. Do they add up to each other to become four? Because a gap that's four wide of non kosher schach invalidates the whole sukkah. So do his two not kosher boards of three point five add up to be now um, you know seven to actually make the entire sukkah not kosher? So that's the question. 
So Elul Rav, but according to Rav, the Amar B'Shish Ben Arba Machlekes, the Machlekes is by um, where there is four. Avol Ein Ben Arba, but if there is not four, Divriak Kol Kshayer, everyone agrees. Less than four Tvachim is kosher, hundred percent kosher. So Hechidami, what's the case? Eid Ispehu Arba. If there are four Tvachim, Lamalulis Tzurif, what do you have to add up to? It's already a full four Tvachim. Eid Les Behu Arba, and if it is not four Tvachim, Amai, what's the problem? They're all just merely kanim, merely twigs. So what do you, why would they add up? So it says, We're in the case where they really were four tzvachim already. What are we trying to figure out? What do they add up to? The question is not if they add up to four tzvachim in the middle, um, because, again, they're already four tzvachim. The question is, do they add up to four amos on the side to ruin the opportunity to have a doif and akuma? That's the first law. So listen to Achrina. The other version of it is Mishlam of the Shmuel, the Amar B'Shem Ben Arba Machlaikas. It works out nicely according to Shmuel that says when there is not four Tvachim, that's what Machlaikas is. Avalyesh Ben Arba, Dirakob Sula, but if there is four Tvachim, everyone agrees it's not kosher. My Mitzarfin. What is Mitzarfin? Mitzarfin Arba Machin Atzad. We're talking about adding up to four Amos on the side. Ella, the Rav, but according to Rav's version of Machlaikas, Mishlam of the Mayor, Rav Mayor in Rav works out nicely. Because he holds that if it is four tzvachim, it's no good. So what is mistarf? And the question is, is mistarf to four amos on the side? El or Yehuda. But according to Yehuda, the Amar Afilu Yeshben Arba Kshera, even if it's four tzvachim, it's kosher. Mayim mitzvarfin. The question is, just his words, ain't mitzvarfin. And again, the question is very simply put is, is that according to Rav Yehuda, even if it's more than four tzvachim, it's a hundred percent kosher board. You know, according to Yehuda, even if it's more than four tzvachim, it's totally fine. And again, that would fall in the category of kanabalma. So why does Yehuda have to say the words emit starfin? Those are unnecessary words. Of course, it's done starf. Those are mere, those are merely kanabalma. So it says the Gemara. I'll answer that. I need the kamer mayor mitzvarfin. Since Rav Meir said the words that they are mitzvahs to each other to get up to four amos, I'm a Rav Yehuda, ain't mitzvahs, and that's why Rav Yehuda says the words ain't mitzvahs. But again, he would agree. There's no point of really needing to say ain't mitzvahs because, of course, they're not mitzvahs if there is kind of element anyway. Um, that's what we got up to. Feel free to ask any questions. I greet it again slowly. Um, otherwise, we'll go right there and uh, you'll get it through Kazara. Just tell me what you want me to do. Okay, that was very convincing. That's through a mask. What? <laughs> through a mask. Got it. If we can do it again slowly, that'd be great. Uh, the entire thing. I don't think I should map it out. I just um. Uh, maybe I'll speak it out. You want me to do the whole, both lashanis or the second lashan? Ideally. Ideally. Okay, well, let me say it out. Let me say it outside conceptually, at least. So we'll try to get that as clear as possible. Okay, so again, let's remind ourselves what we have. We have Machlikas, Rav and Shmuel, how to understand the Machlikas of Yehuda and Meir. Uh, again, our Mishnah simply says that Yehuda's Makel and says boards are okay, and our Meir says boards are not okay. Uh, Yehuda says okay, and our Meir says boards are not okay. There's a Machlikas between Rav and Shmuel, how to understand that Machlikas. Rav says their whole Machlikas is. When it's more than four tvachim, but everyone agrees when it's less than four tvachim, it's going to be totally fine to have a board. And Shmuel says the whole is actually 
less than four tefachim, because if it's more than four tefachim, everyone would agree that it's no good to have any boards. Okay, so that's that, that machlekes. Now we have a new b'risa that has a machlekes between Rabbi Huda and Rav Meir. Do boards add up to each other? Rabbi Huda is again the makel one. He says the boards do not add up with each other. Rav Meir is the machmer one. Says that boards do add up to each other. So we're just trying to figure out: Does this fit better with Rav? Does it fit better with Shmuel? So the first version says, well, this works out very nicely according to Shmuel, that says the Machlechus is when it's less than four, okay? Because according to Shmuel, that says the Machlechus is less than four. Well, if the Machlechus is less than four, at least there's someone that could say the words mitzarfin. Because if the Machlechus is less than four, that means Rav Meir holds that a board that is 3.5 tefachim is not kosher. A board that's 3.5 tefachim is not kosher, and therefore it makes sense for now Rav Meir to have another sheet that says, by the way, not only is it not kosher, but if you would add up not kosher boards that are 3.5 tzvachim or 3.1 tzvachim, whatever it is, they actually add up to something to make it even worse. They add up to 4 tzvachim, because 4 tzvachim of tzvach, not only is the piece not kosher, but the entire sukkah becomes not kosher at that point. So that makes sense. The words mitstarfin make sense according to Shmuel, because we're talking about a case um, in the world of Rav Meir, that the boards are 3.5 tzvachim, and the question is, they add up to four tefachim or not. So that's the bishlama that they have on that side. However, says the Gemara, according to Rab, that says the entire machlekes is um, when, it's be- when it's above four tefachim, but below four tefachim, it's 100% kosher according to everybody. So that's the piece that you have to understand this entire half a page of Gemara. If it's a kosher piece of schach, it's just kind of alma. There's no reason why it should add up to anything. So according to Rab, that says the machlekes is above four tefachim but less than four tefachim, it's 100% kosher according to everybody, then why would Rav Meir say the words mitzarfim? Why would it add up? It's a kosher piece of schach. It's a kosher piece of schach, so why would it add up? What's it adding up to? So, says the Gemara, again, I'll speak it out clearly again, because if we're dealing with a case that's already four tefachim, they don't even add up to anything. If you're dealing with a case that is less than four tefachim, then it's kind of alma. So why would it add up? What does the word mitzarfim mean in the world of Rav? Jishmar says, well, there's something else you can add up to. It's not just you have to add up to four tzachim, we can also be adding up to four amos. And that's what the discussion is. Do these boards that are four tzachim, do they add up to four amos or not? To which Behuda says, no, they don't add up to four amos. And Ramir says, they do add up to four amos. That's the first lashon. Is that we said to figure out how to make the word mitzarfim work. According to Shmuel's version of the is where mitzarfim works because they're going to add up to four tzvachim. And according to Rav, we were able to figure out that the word mitzarfim could work because they're not adding up to four tzvachim. Because again, if it's more than four, you don't need to add up to four tzvachim. If it's less than four, why would it add up to four tzvachim? But we're trying to add up to four amos from the side to see if it ruins the Dauphin of or not. And that is the first lashon of the Gemara. The second lashon of the Gemara um, is as follows that it works out nicely according to uh, Shmuel, because Shmuel's mitzarfin and ein mitzarfin, both of them, those statements, ein mitzarfin and mitzarfin, they both make sense, because we're dealing with a case of trying to figure out, do these boards add up to four amos on the side? To which, um, in the world of Shmuel, Rabbi Huda says, even though I hold four tefa boards are not kosher, they do not add up to each other. And to which Rabbi Meir retorts, he says, no, four tefa boards are not kosher inherently, and they add up to each other to ruin Dauphin Akuma. So Shmuel works out very nicely that that, that debate of Mitzarfin versus the Mitzarfin works. Because again, Rav Meir would say, those four Teva boards that are not kosher add up. And, those, and, and Rehuda says back, those four Teva boards that are green and not kosher, they do not add up. So that's in the world of Shmuel. 
But in the world of Rav, where the Machlekes is itself when it's above four Tvachim, so Meir holds a four Tvachim is not kosher. So it makes sense for a mayor to say, by the way, not only is it not kosher, it even adds up to four Amos. But according to Rabbi Huda, that a four Tevach board is 100% kosher, so it's Kanabalma. That was the Yisoy that we established. If it's a kosher board, then it's Kanabalma. So if the four Tevach board is kosher, then why would Rabbi Huda have to say, and by the way, not only did I hold the board as kosher, it also doesn't even add up. The whole discussion of adding up is only on a board that's not kosher. So just all the Gemara is asking is the words that Yehuda says that a, the boards are not mitzvah with each other is an unnecessary statement because he holds the board is inherently kosher anyway. Of course it doesn't add up with each other. The Gemara says back, you're right. Good point. Or Yehuda didn't have to say the words do not mitzvah. The only reason he said those words is to sound symmetrical. The mayor says that says they are mitzvah. But really, inherently, if Yehuda doesn't have to even say the words of Namat Starif, because of course they're Namat Starif, because they're inherently uh, kosher boards themselves. So that's the, uh, the, the clearest I could say it right now with my capabilities. Um, if you uh, would like to get more clarity, I'd advise uh, doing a bit of Chazara. And, uh, you know, if, if you want to discuss it personally later, I'm happy to, uh, to discuss it. Give me a call. Okay, so now the Gemara goes on to say as follows Tanya Kavose de Rav, Tanya Kavose de Shmuel. So, Little little above halfway, it's not it's not fully halfway down the page. Uh, Yehuda is the first one on the line. It says Amos Starf, and then we have the word Tanya, which is smack in the middle of the line. Tanya Kavasi the Rav, Tanya Kavasi the Shmuel. We have a brisa that supports Rav, and we have a brisa that supports Shmuel's version of the Machlek as a Yehuda and Meir. Tanya Kavasi the Rav. We have a brisa that supports Rav. What does the brisa say? Straight up, exactly like Rav says it. Sichacha binasarim shall eris. If someone makes their schach out of boards that are cedar wood. She'ain ben arba. They are not fourth fucking wide. Not fourth fucking. Divrei hakol share. Everyone agrees it's kosher. So again, if you are following and holding cup, that's only in Rav's world. Shmuel says the machlekas is when it's less than fourth fucking. So if we have a bracelet that says straight out the words, if it's less than fourth fucking, everyone agrees it's kosher. That only fits in Rav's world. That says the machlekas when it's fourth, more than fourth fucking, but less than fourth fucking is everyone agrees it's kosher. But Yeshman Arba, then it speaks that exactly like Rav. If there are four Tvachim, Rabbi Meir, Paiso, Meir says it's no good, Rabbi Huda, Mash, Rabbi Huda says it is kosher. And now this is just the end of the Brisa. So again, that's a fully exactly like Rav's understanding of the Machlekes. The end of the Brisa just simply says as follows I'm Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda says, Maisa Bishasa Sakana, there's once a story that happened during a time of danger, a time of anti Semitism, when it was dangerous to go ahead and make um, sukkahs that were obviously, um, there were obviously uh, sukkahs. So what did they do? We brought boards that were more than four tefachim wide, and we put those boards on top of our balcony. We stand underneath them as our sukkah. So Rehuda is bringing the story as a support for his position that you're allowed to have boards that are more than four tefachim wide. Because look what happened in time of war. And again, they did it this way specifically because since it wasn't common to make sukkahs with four tefachim wide boards, um, the authorities that were trying to catch the Jews keeping mitzvahs didn't necessarily notice anything unique about the um, sukkah that they built on their balcony because it looked like it was a regular building structure. So, but we see, though, that he used uh, boards that were the fourth talking white. So, Amrulai, Misham Raya, they said back to Yehuda, from there's a proof, a time of danger is not a proof. Which, again, interesting idea, but I'll speak it out just to clarify what that means, is that Yehuda says, I hold that more than four tzvachim is 
kosher sach. You or mayor hold that more than four tefachim is not kosher sach. I'll prove to you I'm right because I have a story. I have a story that the rabbis made a sukkah during the time of war, during the time of anti-Semitism, that had boards that are more than four tefachim wide. To which Rav Meir says back to him, that's not a proof at all because it was a shasat chak. You can't bring a proof from a shasat chak, which we mean as follows. You have to remember, making a sukkah with four tefach wide boards, even those who are machmer, it's only a gzera durabanan called gzera's tikra, which is that you might come ahead, go ahead and sit inside a house. So, says Rav Meir back to Yehuda, don't prove to me that during normal times you could sit in a sukkah with boards that are four tefach and wide, because maybe we're only allowing the leniency to break that Durabanan at a time, uh, we're only allowed to break that Durabanan at a time um, that, um, that's a war, or it's a time of anti-Semitism. But during normal times, we would not allow a four tefach wide board. Um, and just the unfortunate speak out over here that then we have to explain why Rabbi Hood even tried to bring it as a proof. It's the time of Sakana, then why he's allowed to bring it as a proof. And one second, guys. You going to school? Yeah. Oh, Thursday's the first day. It's Thursday. Oh, nice. So, um, I hope that makes sense to you. I mean, the, the part that the Bryce says, the Bryce of Kavase the Rav, is just very, very clear. It's a Bryce that says explicitly, the Nachlech is, is more than four, but less than four, everyone agrees it's no good. Uh, everyone agrees it is good, and that's exactly how Rav understood the Nachlech is Rehuda or Meir. There happens to be a second part of this Bryce that talks about a story that Rehuda brings to support his position, that you're allowed to use boards that are more than four fucking wide, because that's a story that happened in the time of Sakana, to which Rehuda says back, don't bring your proof from there, because that was Shasat Chach, so they allowed a leniency to not file that Dindur Abanan, but during normal times, they would not have allowed uh, such a thing. And again, why then was Rabbi Yehuda willing to bring a proof from that story? Did he not know they were going to say back to him as a Shasa Zakana? To which probably what, they, what he would say back is as follows. I don't care a Shasa Zakana. You know, during, during times of war or times of anti-Semitism, we're not allowed to, I'm trying to think to make it as clear as possible. You're not, a, according to Rabbi Yehuda, if there's an invalidation, even if it's an invalidation that's Durabanan, they wouldn't waive it in a time of anti-Semitism. Meaning, the rabbis came along and said, should I say as clear as possible? Yehuda would answer back as follows. If you're right, Rav Meir, that there's a rabbinic invalidation called Xeris Tikra, that you're not allowed to use a board more than fourth Tfachim, even if it would be a time of anti-Semitism, they would not waive that rabbinic invalidation. Because once the rabbis put an invalidation in place, it stays under all circumstances. It stays under all circumstances. Right? Yes, during times of war, times of anti-Semitism, there's leniencies you could do, but those are leniencies that say you could eat not kosher if, if someone's going to die. That's what you're allowed to do. It doesn't make it you fulfill the mitzvah. When the rabbis made a rule that invalidates a board that's four tefachim wide, whether it's a time of anti-Semitism or not, it's going to be not kosher. So Rabbi Huda's story is a good story. We see clearly from Rabbi Huda's story that he didn't normally use boards that are four tefachim wide, even on his own. But at the time of war, when he needed to rely on his own position that fourth fucking wide boards are okay, they used it. And therefore he says, it's a proof for my position that you're allowed to use fourth fucking wide boards. So your mayor says, no, no. I believe that during a time of anti-Semitism, they would actually be lenient at the rabbinic validation. They would have allowed using such a board. And therefore you cannot bring a proof from your case uh, to normal times. 
Okay, so that is the b'risa that supports the position of Rav. Now let's try to see the b'risa that supports the position of Shmuel. Uh, but maybe I'll guess maybe we'll cast that one aside again, just uh, very, very quickly. Tanya. Tanya Kavasi de Rav, Tanya Kavasi de Shmuel. Tanya Kavasi de Rav, the b'risa that supports the position of Rav. Sichacha bin Esarim shall errors. Have you made your schach with beams of cedar? She'em ben Arba that are not fourth fachim wide. Rabbi Meir says it's not good. Rabbi Meir says it is good. Amar Bihuda, Maisa Bishasa Zakana is a time a story that happened at a time of danger. Shevianu Nasarim Shayu Ben Arba that we brought boards that were fourth vachim. We put schach on top of the belt. And we sat underneath it, clearly proving that you're allowed to have boards more than fourth vachim. Amar Loi they say back to him Misham Raya from there's a proof ain't Shasa Zakana. Raya, you cannot bring a proof from a time of danger. Okay, that's the b'risa that Mamish fits perfectly with the position of Rav. Tanya Kavasa is Shmuel. There's a b'risa that supports the position of Shmuel as well. What is that? You made a sukkah with beams of cedar that are more than four tvachim. Divrei hakol psula. Everyone agrees it's not kosher. Eben arba, if it does not have four tvachim, or mayor paisel. Rabbi Yehuda Masher, if it doesn't have fourth flock, Rabbi Meir says it's still no good, and Rabbi Yehuda says it is good. So again, we'll finish this Bryce in a second, but again, it's a Bryce that's explicitly like Shmuel's understanding of the Machlekes. So that's it, because Shmuel's one that understood that the Machlekes is only less than fourth flock, but more than fourth flock, and ever gives that it is not kosher. Now the Bryce that finishes off and says as follows, the Moder of Meir, Meir, who is Machmir, more Machmir, admits if you have each invalid piece of schach, you put neser in between. Neser, I don't know where the word comes from, but neser means kosher schach. If be neser and neser, kamali neser, if there is, sorry, 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 neser means board, sorry, the word pestle means schach. If you have between each not kosher piece of board, male neser, the same size, male neser means the width of a Nesav board, Shemineh Pesel Benem, and you put Pesel, which is kosher schach, in between them, Ukshere will be kosher. Meaning, even though Rav Meir holds that these boards are not kosher, if you would go ahead and take these non-kosher boards and put kosher schach in between them, that there's even sizes of kosher schach and the non-kosher boards, at that point, it's going to be a kosher sukkah. So if you look at your picture, you want more time? This is between that's what Rapaba added it to us, right? Um yeah, it doesn't make a difference. Either one. Mayor's or mayor whether for him it makes no difference. Whether it's three point five or it's four point five, it's all the same. No 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 no. no. I'm um I'm not always sorry. In other words, anything under three, even Ramayor agrees it's cost. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's at least three. So but Ramayor's coming along and saying, but I admit it's okay. As long as there's gaps in between each non-kosher board, the same size of the board itself, filled with kosher schach. Now, uh, the question is that we already know that fourth Fachman validates an entire sukkah. We already established that. So how do you make a kosher sukkah with four tefach wide boards and kosher schach in between? Like, how exactly is that a kosher sukkah? So I don't, know if you have any, um, I don't know if you have any picture books there. I believe the art school should have a picture of this also. Um, of how you're able to make a kosher sukkah when you have the four tabachwai boards with the kosher schach in between. This doesn't make sense. 
Why? Because if Vermeer holds that four tap-out boards are puzzle, then what, why is there a difference between whether or not you have kosher scoffed in between? We're not talking about adding up anything. We're talking about the board itself. If a four tap-out wide board is 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 uh, has the gzir uh, uh, tikra, then how can you possibly say how can how can this mode work? I, I don't understand that at all. all. Right. So we'll look at the picture in the picture book or the or the art school. I believe the art school have a picture of this also. Anybody have a yeah, picture? One. You have that oh, picture yeah. there with the gaps in between and it ends up with eight tefachim in the middle? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's what's happening over here. Is that, uh, it, the, again, the, the, the Gemara later on is going to come up with this picture uh, because on the surface this makes no sense at all. How is it good? And that's why Rafi is upset, which is rightfully so. Um, but the way it's okay is because we're doing a massive dofen akum over here. Is that you have these four tefach, board, uh, four tefach wide boards off to the side and then you have these gaps of kosher, not kosher, kosher, not kosher. But the way that the math works out is that in, in the middle of the sukkah, you end up having two patches of four tefach wide schach matching each other. Four tefach plus four tefach is eight tefachim. The minimal size of a kosher sukkah is seven tefachim by seven tefachim. So you magically made it that your sukkah is really just the eight tefach wide sukkah, or eight by eight sukkah, because the entire first bunches of non-kosher boards and the schach you put in between is just a massive dofen akuma. What? <laughs> you see, it's, 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 it's magical. <laughs> what, what means you're surprised or what means you don't get it? I'm surprised because then if you're going to tell me that a four tap up wide board is puzzle, right? Yes. Because of Gezerah. How can you now fit that in and say, oh, but there's a way around it because we can do Dauphin and Kuma. The way, the, the way around it is, as, as long, I guess, the, the, the way to speak it out would be, as long as you're not using that non-kosher board as part of the schach, you're only using it as part of the wall, then they're not going to make the xera. The xera is, don't use these boards as part of your schach. If you're able to say, I'm not, I'm using it as part of the wall, Dauphin and Kuma is a wall. So then, you're, then it's not a problem. So are we saying, Rabbi, that for Dauphin Akuma, there's two criteria. Number one is you, you first have to have boards next to, the, next, to, next to the wall. We can't have... You have, to start, you have to start with the board next to the wall, yeah. I, actually, I don't know if everyone's together with you in Shul, if, if you want to put the picture in the, in the screen so anyone who's at home can see that, what I'm talking about. Otherwise, it's way too confusing. Yeah, that's your face. <laughs> okay, so it's... Uh. Yeah. Where is the... You gotta swap, switch it over right there. Here you go. Okay, so it's that picture over there where you have the wide boards... Then you have board, schach, board, schach, board, schach, going from the right side and from the left side. In the middle, you have two patches of fourth fachim of schach that meet each other. So really, the only kosher part of the sukkah is you sit mamish, mamish, mamish under that middle eight tefach wide section of kosher schach. Yeah, so that's how it is. <laughs> okay, well, we'll continue tomorrow, Bezaz Hashem. Okay, shkoyach.
Thank you. Okay. So let's remind ourselves one more time. We have Machlekes in our Mishnah between Behuda and Meir. Behuda says that you are allowed to use boards to Eschach and Yersukkah. Meir holds you cannot use boards in Eschach and Yersukkah. It's Machlekes between Rav and Shmuel. How to understand the Machlekes. Rav understands the Machlekes is they're actually arguing above Fort Tvachim. That Rameyer says, no, you cannot use a board that's fourth fucking wide. And Rehuda says, even though it's fourth fucking wide, it's good to go. Um, and, uh, but once it's less than fourth fucking, everyone agrees it's totally fine. And Shmuel's version of the Machalikas is actually that everyone agrees that above four is no good, both Rehuda and Rameyer. And the only, only Machalikas is between three and four. We said less than three, everyone agrees is okay. But between three and four is the Machalikas, to which Rehuda says, Go for it, no problem. And Ramirez says, no, between three and four is already no good because it's no longer Bataris Lovud. We're going to apply the Xeris ticker in that case. So what we're going to do right now is just bring Bryce's, which again, we're going to have a Bryce that supports Rav's version of the Machlekes, Rehuda and Ramirez. And we're going to bring a Bryce that uh, supports uh, Shmuel's version of the Machlekes, um, Rehuda and Ramirez. Uh, each Bryce has got a little extra information, which is what we got, we got stuck on yesterday. But the main point is, is that we'll see clearly in each Bryce uh, that it's spoken out exactly like either Rav or like Shmuel. Okay, so Tanya Kavase. Tanya Kavase is uh, in the middle of the line, a little more than a third of the way down. The first three words on the line are Yehuda, Amos, Starfin. Then we have the word Tanya Kavase. Tanya Kavase um, always means that we're going to find a brisa that is like, a brisa that's mechuven, that's targeted, that's aimed, like one of the previous Yudas we saw already. So Tanya Kavase, the Rav, would be a brisa that supports the opinion of Rav, and Tanya Kavase, the Shmuel, would be a brisa that's on target with the opinion of Shmuel. Tanya Kavase, the Rav, we have a Bryce that supports Rav's position. Again, remember, according to Rav, the Machlekas is above four, but below four, everyone agrees. And that's exactly what the Bryce says. If you use uh, cedar planks, boards on top of your sukkah, she'in ben Arba, they are not four. Everyone agrees it's kosher. Yesh ben Arba, but once it's more than four, Rabbi Meir, Paisar, Meir says it's no good. Rehuda Masha, Rehuda says it's kosher. So again, I'm going to read down the rest of the Brisa, but it's already exactly like Rav's version of the Machlech between Rabbi Yehuda and Meir. The Brisa goes on to say, Amr Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda who wants to defend his position that boards that are more than four and wide are okay, says, Maisa B'Shasa, kind of the story that happened one time during a time of anti-Semitism, when there were decrees against people building sukkahs, and the story that happened, Shevionu Nisarim, Shahi Ben Arba, that we brought boards that were more than four and wide, the Sichanu Al Gabi Mirpesas, and we made a sukkah on top of our Mirpesas, on top of our balcony, via Shavnu Tachtehem, we send underneath it. So Behuda is saying, look, clearly a board that's four and wide is acceptable because that's the story that we did. So if we did it, it must be that it's acceptable to do. So Amrulai, Rameyer says back to Rehuda, well, they say back to him, Misham Raya, from there's a proof that it's okay to use boards that are four and wide. Ain Shasas you can't bring a proof from times of danger because they allowed a leniency there they otherwise would not allow. And maybe only because of the time of danger where there's zero other options available, they made a dispensation to allow for a sukkah that has four tefach wide boards. But under normal times, they would not allow a sukkah that has four tefach wide boards. Okay, that's under the Brisa, but we see the Brisa clearly is aligned with Rav's version um, of the Machlekas. Now we're going to do a Tanya Kavase de Shmuel. Um, Tanya Kavasi de Shmuel. Sicha, Sicha's last one in the line, a little past halfway down the page. Tanya Kavasi de Shmuel. Sicha bin Nisarim shall errors. If you made your schach out of planks, out of beams that are errors, that are cedar wood, Shiyesh ben that our fourth fach in Dira Kopsul, everyone agrees it's not good. Again, it fits perfectly with Shmuel's version, that above four, everyone agrees it's no good. 
Ain't ben arba if it is not for tachim. Or mayor paisla. Or mayor says it is no good. Or Yehuda Mash, or Yehuda says it is good. And now again, we already got what we wanted to get that the brisa is so clearly like Shmuel's version of the machlekes or mayor. Now the brisa goes on. And that's what we got stuck on at the end yesterday. Ma'ider of mayor, of mayor who's the machmir admits she'im nasan ale neser shirachav arbat tachim. That if you put on top of your sukkah um, a beam that is four tachim wide. Shera, bein yisheni takta. Did I skip? Uh, did I skip? Did I skip? One second. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. So mother of mayor, mayor admits sheim yesh bein nesel and nesel kamali nesel. That's what it is. Sorry, mother of mayor, mayor admits sheim yesh bein nesel and nesel kamali nesel. If you have in between each non-kosher board the mali nesel, which means the size of that board. Sheminiach pesel benim, and you put kosher schach in that gap between the non-kosher boards. Ukshera, it will end up being kosher. So even though Vermeer is the Machmer one, there's a scenario that Vermeer will agree that the sukkah can end up being kosher. And this is where uh, we had Rafi and Tizi yesterday, because the way the case plays out is a very specific case, which the Gemara is going to talk about on Daf Yuches, where, again, if you have four Tevach white boards, it's not kosher. What do you mean? Four Tevach white board, then you have a gap in between, that you fill the gap with um, kosher schach. So, one second, let me see if I can do this. Now imagine each one of these boards was four tefach wide, okay? The squiggle I'm drawing now is kosher schach, okay? Everyone can see what I'm doing, by the way? Okay, so Rav Meir, each one of those boards are four tefach and wide. Uh, each squiggle is, I should really do like this. You know, let me, let me undo that. Boop, that's fine. Um, one second here. I go like that. Yeah, that's better. It's more accurate. Okay, each one of those squiggles is fourth fucking wide also. So those last two boards, the one on the right side and the left side, are against the wall. Okay? So Rav Meir holds that each board is not kosher. And that's clearly what he holds. Um, along comes the Bryson, I said, but Rav Meir agrees that if you have a sukkah that looks like what I just drew for you from the, from the roof, it's going to be kosher. How can it be kosher? It's very simply put, because this is the edge of the wall, and this is the edge of the wall over here. And you simply do a dofin akuma to include this entire part. All that is part of the wall. And all that is part of the wall. Now all you have left is this middle area that I'm making a circle. That middle area is two four tefach wide pieces of schach. Well, two four tefach wide pieces of schach adds up to eight. The minimal size of a kosher sukkah is seven tefachim. So even though it looks like a crazy not-kosher sukkah because you have a bunch of beams that are four tefach wide and mayor holds it no good, but in the end of the day, the sum total of what you have right here is a kosher sukkah because all that not-kosher schach gets uh, lopped onto the wall because of massive dofen akuma. All that's kosher is that middle area, but since you have two four tefach wide areas of schach, it ends up to eight tefachim total, which is a kosher sukkah. So only the, only the middle portion is, is kosher, right? 
Yeah, only in the middle portion. You can only sit under the middle portion. So you have to kind of aim yourself when you're sitting underneath it that you're only sitting underneath the middle portion. I mean, it'll be no different than if someone has a retractable roof on their house and the retractable roof doesn't cover the entire roof. We spoke about this a few times. Or you, let's say you have a hole in your roof, you put schach over it. And we're using Dauphin Akuma for it to be kosher, right? Let's just say a classic... Uh, how do I... Uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. I, nothing else has to be said. I mean, this is the case. I, I, I want to draw another picture here. I'll just clear the whole thing. Uh, clear all drawings. Right. If you had purely... If you had this is your roof and you decide you want to do a retractable roof, and you cut out a hole in your roof, and make that part openable, and put schach on top of it, you have to make sure to, uh, to, to not sit underneath any, any of the sides. You know, that's just something you have to be very careful about, because that's all part of the Dauphin Akuma, and as long as the width of the side, on all four, on at least three of the sides at least, is going to be less than four amos, you're good to go. And this whole middle area is going to be kosher to sit in. That's how Dauphin Akuma works. So in our case over there that I just drew for you before, it's just a massive case of Dauphin Akuma. And the middle area, which is only eight tefachim wide, which is a very small area, but the mice, you have a kosher sukkah. Again, we can't ask why would you build a sukkah like that. It is, is what it is, and it is kosher. Okay? Why would Rabbi Yehuda agree to that? Rabbi Yehuda holds, Rabbi Yehuda holds the four tefachim wide boards are kosher on their own. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I don't necessarily know if it doesn't mean he would agree. Let's go by right now. Um, my understanding is, is that he would agree also. It's just he's the more machmer of the two, so you'd expect less out of him. So when it, the word says moda, moda means he admits, which means not only does Ryuda say this, but even her mayor, who's gen- generally much more strict about things, he'd be okay uh-huh. with the following case. Okay, so let's read the second half of that Bryce again. Let's read this case that we have here, and then we'll go on. This case, is you don't see these words in the Gemara. The case that I drew for you with the Etevach thing in the middle, that's not in the Gemara itself. That's just speaking out how the Gemara could work uh, based on the Gemara and Daf Yudches. Um, so, says the Gemara, let's do the whole Tanya Kavos Edeh Shmuel again. Tanya Kavos Edeh Shmuel. Sichacha, Sichacha's last word in the line. Benesarim shall Erez, that you've made the Schach out of beans, made out of Erez, made out of cedar. Sheyesh ben Arba, they have four tefachim. Divrei hakolp, so whoever agrees it's not good. Ain ben Arba, if it is not four tefachim, why? Remeir. Ain ben Arba, Remeir. Paisar, Rehuda Machshir, Remeir says no good. Rehuda says it's kosher. And now just the second half of the price. So, Motor Remeir, Remeir, who's generally more machmer, admits. Sheim yesh ben Nesel and Nesel, come on, Nesel. If you have in between each beam the size of a full Nesel, and then Shemeniyat Pestle Benami, you put kosher. The word pestle is just kosher schach in between them. Ukshayr will be kosher at that point. And that's the whole case that I drew for you a minute ago. Umoder Yehuda, Yehuda admits, even though he's generally more mekel, Shim Nasana Len Nesser, Shurachavar Batvachim. If you put on top of your sukkah a beam that's fourth vachim wide, Kshayra, it's going to be kosher the sukkah. And you cannot sleep underneath it. Which again, it's not a major chiddush in Rabbi Yudah, but the point being is, is that even though Rabbi Yudah is like super mekel, um, and maybe you think to say that even though he holds you can't use a four tefach wide board, perhaps, perhaps he would say if you put the four tefach wide board against the side and use it as dofen akuma, maybe you could sleep underneath it. No, no, he doesn't hold that way. He holds it as an akosher board, and therefore you cannot sleep underneath it. So Rabbi Yudah doesn't have any new leniencies that we're not familiar with that we don't know about. Okay. Kosher means it doesn't it doesn't invalidate the sukkah. If you have, right, it just simply saying the sukkah is kosher, but you can't sleep. It's not it's not kosher schach. It's just not an, it's a kosher but then, sukkah. But then, 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 but then,
your kosher sukkah if you can't use it. Use it then. So you you can't use that part of it. It just it meaning normally. One second, clear, uh, clear all drawings. If you have a sukkah, this is your sukkah. Yeah, this is your sukkah, and you had a. I'm, I'm drawing now a four, a four tevach wide board right down the middle. If you had a four tevach wide board right down that down the middle, it would invalidate the whole sukkah. The sukkah not only is the board not kosher, but the sukkah itself is not kosher. Okay, but if okay. if you would go ahead and draw it over here against the side, okay. there the board is not kosher, but it doesn't invalidate the sukkah because you have dovin akuma. Okay, okay, so that's what we have over there. And that's what Yehuda is saying that since since it's part of Dovin Akuma, you can't see it underneath it. For some reason, I'm not sure why we would have thought this way. Maybe Yehuda would say that if it's in the middle, then you then that's when you can't sleep underneath it. But if it's along the side and it doesn't invalidate the sukkah, maybe the whole thing is kosher. Um, and then we say no, no, he doesn't hold that way. Okay, but still, maybe you would have thought he'd be lenient there, and we're saying no, he will not be lenient there. Okay, so now up to the next case, very interesting Shaila. Um, I'll ask you the question outside. Uh, the next question we're going to discuss in the Gemara is, let's say you take a four tevach wide board, and we're going to assume whichever sheet that you're in, assuming four tevach and wide is not good. Either it's both opinions according to Shmuel, or it's uh, Rameir according to Rav. Let's say you take a four tevach wide board and you flip it on its side, and you stand it up straight. So like we said, uh, like a two by four, well, you know, one way is four, the other way is two. So so too, a four tevach wide board, usually it's not going to be four tevach and wide, the thickness also, so if you go ahead, let's say you only have four tevach wide boards, you know very well the halacha is that you cannot use four tevach wide boards as chah. That's all you got. Can you simply stand up flat on its side, and now it's no longer four tevachim, because it's standing up on its side. You built some sort of contraption to hold it up. Is that okay, or is that not okay? That's going to be the next question of the Gemara. So Itmar. What, what, what would be the problem with this? Aha, uh-huh. so the problem would be, very. I'll, I'll speak at the Chakira. The Chakira is, do we say that when Chazal made the Takana against four Amos, they made it not kosher schach, and therefore it doesn't matter how you flip it, it's inherently not kosher schach? Or do we say that, no, it depends on how you use it. If you use it in a way that looks like a roof, then it's a problem. If you use it in a way that doesn't look like a roof, it's not a problem. That's exactly the Chakira. Is that when Chazal made their Takana, did they simply say, four Tevach white boards, they're out. They're apostle. We made it into non-kosher, they're abundant. Or is it the second way that they only have a problem if it looks bad? If it doesn't look bad, then don't worry about it. Okay, so uh, says the Gemara, Itmar, Itmar, Hafchan al Tzidehem, you flip them on their side. Rav Huna Amar Psul, Rav Huna says it's no good. And we see a little alpha there, the Rambam, so clearly that's how we pass Kalachalam Laisa. Rav Chista Viraba Barav Huna Amar Ksheira. So again, we have Huna, who's the one who is Machmer, and we have Chista and Rabba Barav Huna, we're going to see there are initially uh, Mekel. And they say Ksher is kosher. Now we're going to have a story that talks about this exact case. Ikla Rav Nachman Lesura. Rav Nachman came to the city of Sura. Olegabe Rav Chista Rabba Barav Huna. And he had a visitor there. Rav Nachman had a visitor. His visitors were Rav Chista and Rabba Barav Huna. And again, uh, those are significant names because those are the ones who hold that a sideways fourth tefach board is kosher. Okay? So Rav Nachman's there. He has two guests. He has Rav Chistan and Rabbi Baruch Huna. Amri Leh, and they ask Rav Nachman, the great God of Lador, Hafchan al what's Allah if you flip the board on its side? Amr Lehu, he said to them, Psula, it's not kosher. Why? Na'asu kishvud mishamateches, because Chazal made them like metal spits. Which again is that side of the chakir that I told you a second ago, Stan. Is that when they made it usr, 
just like a metal spit, no matter how you twist it and hang it on your sukkah, it'll never be kosher. When Chazal asserted a fourth tapach wide board, they made it like a metal spit. That's inherently puzzled, like a metal spit. And therefore, these two Talmidim, Rav Chista and Rabbi Baravuna, they asked Rav Nachman, what's the Allah? And he says, it's no good because they made it like metal spits. Okay? And therefore, it's no good. Amar Luhu Rav Huna. Rav Huna says to them, so follow the story over here. You have Rav Huna is the one who is machmir on a sideways four tapach wide board. You have Chista and Rabbi Barav Huna who were makel. But those two same people that were makel learned from Rav Nachman that it's Aser. So they came back to Rav Huna and said, oh, by the way, you were right. <laughs> Basically, it's what happened over here. You were right, and if you flip it on its side, it's no good. Okay? So Amrlehu Rav Huna, Rav Huna says back to them, after they learned their lesson that on the side is no good, Loi Amrlehu Amri Kavasi, so basically, he just said to them, did I not say to you to do like me? That's basically what he's saying. Amri l'chu, he said to them, Amri, uh, 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 lo Amri l'chu, did I not say to you, Amri kavasi, to say like me? Is everyone following, or should I make this clear one more time? He's just saying them, why, I, I told you. I told, I, I told you so, <laughs> in simple words. I told you so. Right, we had a machlokes between Rav Huna and Rav Chista and Rabbi Bar Huna. They were Mekel, he was Machmir. They learned a lesson from Nachman that they were wrong. And I guess they went back and told Rav Huna, Rav Huna says, I told you to say like me. So Amri Lay, they said back defensively to him, Umi Amr Lan Mar Taima, did Master tell us the reason for his psak, and we didn't accept it from him? Which means Rav Huna simply said, no good. It's almost, it's almost like exactly Stan's question. But they didn't explain why it was no good. And therefore, Chista and Rabbi Bar Huna didn't understand why it's no good. And therefore, they argued. They just didn't see the way to say why it would be no good. So they were Mekel. Now, Rav Nachman explained to them the reason why it's no good is because it's like a metal spit. And when Chazal or Misakin, it's Osir. It's inherently Osir. Well, then they accepted that explanation. It made more sense to them. And therefore, they changed their psak. So they said back, after Rav Huna said to them, I told you so, you should have said like me. They said back to him, um, Amri Le, Amri is the first word on the line. Umi Amarlan Mar Taima, the master ever tell us a reason that we didn't accept from him? If you would have told us the reason, we would have accepted it. Amarlahu, he said What did you say? How does, that, how does that work? If a, if a, if a Rav says to you it's no good, you say, Well, you didn't tell me why, so I'm gonna No, well it's m- it's more it's it's more along the lines of it's more along the lines of uh, you know, they were they it's almost a simple machlekes, I mean, which it, in my mind almost shows the godless of who they were. Meaning, imagine you and I had a machlekes, and um, I just didn't understand your position. And because I didn't have an insight into your position, I argued on you. But I learned a lesson from somebody else what Stan meant, and I changed my mind. So you say to me, I told you so, and I say back to you, I would have listened to you yourself if you would have told me your reason. But you simply... So some of them, then they, they had the two of them... Um, was it Rava and Rava Barahuna? They they had a basis for why they said it was kosher, it wasn't? Yeah, well, wasn't they, well, the basis why they said it was kosher. What I told you, there's no reason to say why it's not kosher. <laughs> you know, they 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 said to themselves, "You flip it on its side, it's not for fucking wide." What's the problem? That's what they said to themselves. <laughs> to, to which to which you know they learned a lesson from Nachman, who told them it's no good. To which Ravuna says, "You should have listened to me." And they said back to Ravuna, "If you would have explained to us the reason why it's no good, we actually would have accepted it from you, but you didn't tell us the reason." To which, again, we'll read this all again inside. To which Rav Huna says back to them, Amr Lehu, he said to them, Mi ba'isu taima, Have you ever asked for a reason for me? Ba'isu means to request. 
Umiba isu minai. Did you ever request from me time or reason below Amri that I didn't give it? Like he almost said to them, like, I don't have to explain myself. If you argue on me, you must be very confident. If you want to know my rationale, just ask me. I'll tell you. I don't hide my reasons. So it's interesting give and take over here that they say, if you would have told us your reason, we would have maybe changed our mind. And he says it back to them, so you should have asked me. You know. Two, two questions. First yeah. is, um, a lot of pergolas are built this way. Right, where you've got these, um, you've got these, uh, they almost look like two by fours on their sides. And then you put this chaf on top of that. Okay. So we're going to end today's share with that. Uh, well, let me, let me read this whole thing again. Um, just so anyone wants to have a chazara, then I'm going to address your question exactly, okay? For anyone, for anybody that has to catch uh, shachris after this, let me let me read this. Let me read this uh, this this whole shaila itmar, and then we'll, then I'll address your question, Jake. It's a great question. Okay, so the first three words are not yotzei chavasos. So itmar hafchan al tzedem. They flip the boards on their side. Okay, Rav Huna Amr Pesul. Rav Huna says no good. Rav Chista Rabba Bar Rav Huna Amri Kshera, and Rab and Rav Chista Rabba Rav Huna say it's good. Now we have a story. Ikla Rav Nachman the Sura. Rav Nachman came to Sura. All the Gabe of Chista Rabba Bar Huna and Chista and Rabba Huna went to go visit him, the great Gadol. Amrilei, and they took advantage of the opportunity to ask him a shayla. Hafkan al tzid deyemau. What's the Allah if you flip it on its side? Amrilehu, Psula, he said to them, it's no good. Why? Nasu kishvudim shamatachas, because Chazam made it like a metal spit. So Amrilehu, Rav Huna, Rav Huna, after they came back to Rav Huna and told them the Pesach that is Aser, Rav Huna said to Rav Chista, Rabba Bar Huna, Lo Amrilehu, Amri Kavasi, did I not say to you to say like me? Amrulay, they said to him, Umi Amrlan Mar time of Lokablinumine. Did you ever tell us a reason we didn't accept it? If you would have told us a reason, we would have accepted it. Amrlahu, he said back to them, Umi ba isuminai time, did you ever ask for me a reason? And did not say it, I would have told you the reason if you would have asked for it. Okay. So uh, Jake had a question is a lot of sukkahs are made on, on decks and they have a pergola that has sideways long boards and they put the schach on top of it. So first of all, if they're not fourth fucking wide, then you don't have to worry about it. And fourth fucking is a good, you know, that wide or so, I don't know if that helps you or not. But the, if, the, if those are less than fourth fucking wide, then it's for sure not a problem anyway, okay? First things first. Um, second of all, um, an interesting halacha, which I never spoke out clearly before, but you're you know, making me bring it out, is that we've spoken a few times, there's a concept called uh, maimid. The halacha maimid is, is that not only does the schach have to be kosher, but the thing that holds up the schach has to also be kosher, right? So those sideways beams that are making the roof of the pergola, those are not the schach itself, they're holding up the schach, right, Jake? Right. Okay. There's a shita that says that this halacha, that that which holds up the schach has to be kosher, it means it only has to be kosher deraisa, it can be puzzled derabana. So um, that would answer this question. Exactly, that would be this case where the puzzle are bottom, but not, you know, they're kosher material for schach. The rabbi said it's no good. But again, the whole halacha that you cannot go ahead and support your schach with something that's not kosher, schach itself is durabanan. So they didn't do a double durabanan to say that not only you cannot support the schach when it's not kosher, but you can't even support it with something that's durabanan, not kosher. They didn't go two steps removed. But it's still definitely advisable to avoid that. It is better. If you, would ask, if you would ask me a shayla, what's the best way to make a, uh, a pergola sukkah, is to have those boards less than four o'clock and wide. What if they're below the roof line? Because I've seen some that are, you know, they're definitely bigger than four o'clock but the top of it is essentially where the schach would meet the wall. Does that make sense? Well, so, you're saying the schach, it's not really holding up the schach at all, you're saying it's just more decorative. No, it's, hold, it's, 
Yeah? Lost it. I said three of the forts Falcon are below the roof line. I don't, so I, like, I, yeah, I don't know if that helps you. What doesn't help? I don't think so. Okay, and then the second question is, so if you took this to the extreme, and let's say you had a plywood board, right, and it was, you know, it was 10 Tuckham, um, it was, I mean, would there be no issue by, would there be no issue that it casts a long shadow along the rest of the roof? No. That's not a consideration at all? The shadow, don't worry about the shadow, that's fine. That's fine. So, as, as long as as long as the mice of the schach is kosher, we don't care what kind of shadow it makes. Even if one is essentially blocking sun from from the others. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Very good. We will call it a day. Uh, everyone should have a great job. Let's do some chazara. Definitely need some this week, and we'll pick up uh, Bez Hashem on Monday. Good job. Good job. Thank you. Good job. Good job. Good job.